1: What's the gravy, please? Rick and Bubba, Rick and
2: Ooh, it brings me to my knees
1: Rick and Bubba,
2: Rick and I can't start another Rick
1: and Bubba, Rick and Day without them, brother Rick
3: and Bubba, Rick and What once seemed unthinkable has happened. On a bright summer morning, under a clear and cloudless sky, terror struck. To grasp the enormity of it is almost too much for the heart to bear. September 11th, 2001, it is a date that will be etched in history, engraved in stone and in our memories, the day of the attack on America.
4: just hit a very large plane just flew directly over my building and there's been another collision can you see it
5: we just saw a plane circling the building
4: Matt, we- I, I've, I've never seen any it looks like a movie i saw a large plane like a jet going immediately headed directly into the world trade center it, it, it just flew into it into the into the other- tower coming from south to north. I watched the plane fly into the World Trade Center. I just saw a second plane come in from the south
6: and hit the south tower halfway between the the bottom and the top of the tower. It's got to be a terrorist attack. I can't tell you anything more than that. I saw the plane
7: hit the building. I was there and I saw the building collapse.
3: We all started running. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward.
0: world is bleeding but feeling just fine all numb in our castle where we're always free to choose never free enough to find i wish something would break cause we're running out of
5: The Rick and Bubba Show.
8: women 20 years, 20 year anniversary of September 11th, 2001. Hard to believe for those of us that were old enough to remember it. Uh, I know a lot of you have youngsters uh, and they, they, they don't remember it because they either weren't around or they're just too young to remember it. So it's our job to help them remember uh, and learn and uh, be educated by it. Uh, and so today... Uh, is the 20-year uh, anniversary of 9-11 uh, here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Even though it's September the 10th, uh, it will be the last live show before September 11th, which falls on a Saturday. Uh, and so we will help those of you remember, uh, as uh, uh, President George W. Bush said in the uh, Apple TV special of 9-11, it's taken 20 years for people to forget uh, the feeling and, and what we experienced. And uh, if some of you have been watching the, uh, the documentaries that some of these streaming networks have put out, uh, it's, uh, it's really unbelievable. Uh, and and I was trying to explain to my kids what we were experiencing uh, and, uh, and, and the way it felt. And uh, we'll bring the other guys in and talk a little bit about that. Uh, and then the main show starts, and the guys uh, will definitely do that during the main show. But uh, it was interesting because JC, who's 19, uh you know um was like talk to me about how you felt uh because now you know they're growing up in in a world where oh yeah there's another shooting oh there's an attack they that's something they expect but for us it was it was a, a an unbelievable day because that's something we had never ever experienced But over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms, and right in there, it's Eddie Van Adler. It is the Good Time Gang. Guys, how are y'all today? Y'all good? Good,
9: good. Everybody
8: fine? Yeah. Yep. Uh, And, you know, the the, the Rick and Bubba show is what you love and you hate about it. We're not going to hide our feelings on on certain days. Certain days are heavier than others, and it's just because it's the flow of the show. Uh, And so today, we remember uh, September 11th, the 20-year anniversary, and so... Uh, there'll be a lot of that today. Uh, I know a lot of, I have actually worked uh, out with Hobie yesterday and he said, y'all understand, I, I was listening to the show when it happened. And he, and he tried to tell me what he was experiencing because he was listening to the show and, uh, he was like, I mean, I, I was like, what in the world is going on? I think Adler yeah. was talking to me. He was in ninth grade, uh, when it happened ninth and, grade. and what, you know, what he was experiencing. Uh, and, um you know, it's, uh, something I'll never forget where I was, but, uh, it is, uh, hard to believe it's been 20 years, but it is. How about I was, that
7: doesn't sound right. No, Mm -hmm. it doesn't.
9: Um, I was four months from, from getting married. Mm -hmm. Number one, just graduated college. And Mm -hmm. I was at my parents' house and I was in the bed and, uh, my dad came up and he said, Hey, you need to get up and turn the television on. That's all Mm -hmm. he said. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And I did. And, and so as the days played out, I remember that being one of the first times that I truly respected what my dad did as a fireman.
10: Mm -hmm.
9: Um, and, um, really too young, even in my twenties to, I mean, you talking about dumb, I was dumb. Yeah. And, um, you know, you heard me just say that I was about to get married in four months. I, I was not ready for that. I mm-hmm. uh, was not ready for really anything in life yeah. um, at, at that point. Um, I, was, I didn't prepare appropriately. Uh, but um, I do remember, ex- you know, there are those markers in your life where you remember exactly oh, yeah. where definitely. you were, yeah. your thoughts. Um, and, uh, and that was, I can't believe it's 20 years. I'll say this too. I've got young as you mentioned. 16, 14, and eight. Uh, Maddie will actually be nine in a uh, couple weeks. And what I will say about the school system they're in, and I, I'm sure it's like this everywhere, mm-hmm. um, they do a really good job on this day mm-hmm. of letting them know what happened. Right. I mean, they do they they really spell it out for them. Right. Um, no matter the age, and so I'm thankful for that that they are that they take it that far mm-hmm. with video and with. Our president, mm-hmm. uh, former president, and, uh, and you brought up that documentary if you haven't had a chance to watch it and you can jump on Apple Plus. matter of fact, I believe from, from what I read um, on September tomorrow, starting tomorrow, you don't even have to be a member. Subscriber to Apple Plus, you get it for free. Okay, Netflix uh, so. has got a
10: good
11: one too.
8: Yeah, it's called Turning Point, nine uh, yeah. eleven and the War on Terror. And Greg, you said you saw that. Yeah,
11: yeah, I ain't seen all of it. Yeah, I saw something Yeah, other. yeah, it's good. It's Multiple good.
8: series. It goes back into. That's yeah, um, rough. But like say, in man. the eighties, Afghanistan and everything, and kind of gives you the history of oh, yeah. how it all started. So I can remember I was in Fruithurst, Alabama, working on
11: power that? lines, and I remember going there's a little store there, and we were after it had happened. And we happened to go in that store and was watching the TV in there when they started falling
10: when Mm -hmm. the first Mm -hmm.
11: tower fell. And like I say, my kids were small then. They remember being at school. It seemed like Chandler might have been at home sick that day. She was really young. Mm -hmm. And Tyler was at school, and they were, you know, obviously they were showing it at school, I think, Mm -hmm. talking about it and scared everybody to death. So they have memories of being little kids. Mm -hmm. And now he's 30, and Chandler's 27, and – it doesn't seem to spend that long, right? They? Now they got their own kids, and but yeah, you. I got to watching that yesterday It brings it all back,
8: yeah. man. It really does, and they,
11: them phone calls, yeah. People oh. calling from planes and coming. I, mean,
8: I don't know about y'all. I mean, you, you know, you get emotional, but you, you just you just get so mad again watching that. It's just how, but because I was trying to, you know, like Tyler's twenty four, JC nineteen, Reese seventeen, and so JC was born October twenty eighth of two thousand and one, so you know, we, Terry was pregnant with JC and we were talking about that. And, and so, you know, the two youngest ones, they were born into a world that, that of nine eleven that, that yeah. experienced, experienced this and, and Tyler being so young, we were talking about that yesterday. You know, I, I don't know, some of you can remember when you're three or four years old and that kind of is weird to me, but it's a really amazing too. Cause I can't, uh, but most can't. And so can't, Tyler, yeah. you know, You know, Tyler's 24, so he's really too young. He was three years old uh, or four uh, years old when that happened. And so he's got vague memories of of that. Uh, And when he turned five and six and then starting to learn a little bit more. And, 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 you know, I can't remember any hardly any of my childhood before eight. Can y'all? I can't. Anyway, uh, and so we were just talking about it, and it was like, you know, now you've got all this that's going on and you've been brought up in a world that that experienced this and and you know, you were taught this and, and just all the terrorism around the world and all this kind of stuff. But nothing like that had ever been on American soil yeah, in that was, in that yeah. aspect. I mean, besides Pearl Harbor, I mean, this was the worst worst attack in, in, you know, on continental US that we've ever experienced. And and to experience that and try to figure it out was what was so weird and 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 sad and, and disturbing because we're live and the first plane hits and we're like, What in the world? Yeah,
11: I thought just a plane I heard it on the radio that a plane had hit. I thought well somebody's in a small plane and yeah. got out of wherever they're supposed right. to be and never and then by the time I got to where I was going, all yeah. of a sudden we got another one hit. Mm-hmm. And I remember Lisa; she was home, and she was saying she was watching the footage of the the first one. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're watching it live, and here comes another
8: one. Yeah, while you watch, and and even the staff with with President Bush at the elementary school, they even thought, "Well, yeah, it was a small prop plane, and and, yeah, that's uh, what and I boy, that was a terrible accident." And President Bush even even goes back, and and he's like, "You know, he just thought, man, what a terrible pilot! How in the world do you make a mistake like yeah. that?" They never thought that, you know. Uh it was an attack on America and um he said the first the first plane he thought was uh you know, a mistake. Second yeah, plane he thought was an attack. Third plane he, he was it was an act of war. Yeah, uh, and, I remember and, about and that was his that was his, his mindset on
7: it. I remember I thought the same
11: thing when it first started. And then by the time I, I mean I was just leaving by the time I got to where I was going, it, the Pentagon was I said, We're reporting the Pentagon's on fire and mm-hmm. I said Yeah, something something's up.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: So And it, yeah. Well, I was just going to say this and that's why it is important for us to to take days mm-hmm. like we are today mm-hmm. and and to have these segments because even at, at 23 24, um, I didn't understand the gravity of the mm-hmm. situation. And so you have years go by and and every year you you pick up on things mm-hmm. of why this was so important, why this how this impacted our country and the many lives that were, affected by this and the older you get the more mature you get um it it starts to make sense and so there's some people out there this morning that maybe haven't understood the gravity of the situation and today's their day Mm -hmm. and so that's why this is important yeah
8: we'll be right back Rick
1: rick and bubba rick and bubba
8: 23 minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour break uh, for the main show. Today uh, we look back 20 years uh, on the attack uh, on America, September eleventh, two 2001. That falls on Saturday for us. So uh, this is the last live show uh, until that happens. So today we'll be reflecting a lot on, uh, on this moment 20 years ago for us. Uh, and, um, it was the worst attack on American soul. And it was something that we all tried to figure out and put together. And it was hard to do because we'd never seen anything like that before. Uh, and that's one thing I was trying to talk to the kids about last, uh, I guess maybe night before last, it was us trying to reasoning, reason out what was going on. Even the people and the footage that they show of the people there in New York on the streets, they even thought, what's that? You know, and then the se- when the second one hit, then we all knew, okay, it- it's it's on, yeah. Some- something's going on. But looking at the timeline of everything, uh, the the first plane hit um, the uh, the ninety uh, third 93- between the-, the the floors of ninety three and ninety nine on the north tower at seven forty six a.m. Central Time, uh, and then the second one hit at eight oh three Central Time between floors 75 and 85 uh in the south tower uh and and then that at that point that's when we knew okay this is not that was not a mistake because there was so there was even confusion on people that actually saw the plane go into the first tower they thought it was an accident because nobody was thinking oh my gosh it's an attack um and um watching these uh specials uh, that a lot of folks have put together on the streaming apps and a- Apple has one it was really amazing to see even the president's staff was trying to put this together and couldn't yeah. they were like okay that surely that didn't happen but it starts off with him jogging that morning and and just it's a it's a beautiful day that's the one thing everybody was talking about is how how pretty the weather was it was so such a yeah, nice it day in New York City and Uh, and then he just starts off his morning with like with a four, four, four and a half mile run. And he, and then he's going to the, to the elementary school and, uh, and, and his staff even said, Hey, you got a pretty easy day. And then all of a sudden everything changes, uh, when he's there in the classroom talking about president Bush. Um, but a couple of things struck me from, from that, uh, that I just never really dialed in on. Uh, one is that the entire time, most of the entire time that they were in air force one, they thought they were a target uh, because yeah. of, of a phone call they got that said um, Angel was the uh, the code word uh, for Air Force One. And they got a phone call that said Angel is next. And and so that freaked out the Secret Service. Now keep this in mind. You've got the inner sanctum of the inner sanctum, as they said yeah. in this documentary, and the commander, the pilot of Air Force One, comes down to the bottom of the steps and instructs the Secret Service that no one, and I mean no one, comes past this point yeah. because they didn't know if there was someone on Air Force One. They that had gonna, that thought that yeah. was going to try to do the yeah. same thing because they didn't know. Well, come to find out, they got a phone call from someone that was that said, "Hey, the the uh, you know Air Force One is next." But then an agent, all, you know, just uh, you know, always calling Air Force One Angel relayed the message down to the bunker. Hey. Angel is next. And then the communication was so bad between the bunker where Cheney was and Condoleezza Rice and all them and Air Force One, they couldn't really communicate. It just, there was, it was poor communication. And, uh, uh that's one of the things they knew that they could get better is that, you know, my gosh, I think what they say, the bunker was so outdated. It was like yeah. 20 years, uh, 20 year old furniture and, yeah. and technology down there. And, and, <laughs> and you're in Air Force One where you should be able to communicate Better than anybody. They don't have satellite TV. Yeah. They can't communicate with the White House. And and so they're flying around lost a little bit on what to do. Uh, and President Bush arguing the whole time he wants to go back to Washington, that's when yeah. the Secret Service had to say, sir, with all due respect, we're in charge now. Yeah, mm. And we can't, you know, we, we're in charge of protecting the office of the President of the United States, and so we can't just take you back to Washington. We don't know. We don't know how many... You know what were their fourth that what'd they say were there four thousand flights in the air? I don't remember the exact number, but Bunch yeah, it was, They tried to it, get down at and that they point. Did. They you had no down. idea mm-hmm. who was who, and uh, disturbing. And hearing this. the FAA try to communicate with the plane. How about if
11: you got that? Hey guys, we're gonna have to land every plane that's in the air. Get mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, get busy. Yeah. That that that's
8: quite an undertaking.
9: It is. They interviewed the the one of the guys that was in charge of all that. Mm-hmm. very interesting. Boy, his yeah. day his uh-huh. day turned. Yeah.
8: When when you are telling everybody in certain districts, hey, take inventory if you don't yeah. mind, and find out what planes are communicating with you, and and who we know is okay and who's not, and report back, please. Mm.
10: Mm.
8: Man, and then the audio of of um of the um from the cockpit of uh of. I, was it was it flight 93 or 11 I can't remember which one it was with it they finally uh, they reply back and 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 say we've got the plane be yeah. quiet and everything will be okay yeah it's 93 was that 93 yep. good yeah. gracious alive and the fact for about 15 minutes we thought we shot down 93
9: yeah and hey, back to your out-of-date communications mm-hmm. at that point in time yeah can y'all imagine if we had social media back then because you think about the rumors that were going on at that point. Can you imagine what it would have been like mm-hmm. if we have had Twitter and Instagram and Facebook? Goodness gracious.
1: Mm. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
8: 5 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour break. Uh, this weekend, Saturday morning, make sure you've got your notifications set. You have subscribed to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, we are, are going to sit down and have a conversation with Damon Johnson. Uh, and, man, it was great catching up with him. A great podcast that you're not going to want to miss. His new album, Battle Lessons, uh, is Is out, and you can go to DamonJohnson.com for uh, physical copies of Battle Lessons and an updated uh, tour date list. Uh, Also, all the news and uh, information about Damon Johnson and what he's got going on. And uh, he continues to perform dates um, in support of their uh, Battle Lessons uh, album, in addition to being with Leonard Skynyard right now. Uh, because he is filling in for Gary uh, Rosington uh, on stage as Rosington is recovering from heart surgery. So uh, we catch up with Damon Johnson. We've known him for a long time, and he's been uh, on the show for many, many years, and it was great catching up with him and a great podcast as well. Great, 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 great. Uh, and uh, so that's this, uh, this weekend. Um, Saturday morning, make sure that you've got everything set up, uh, both audio and video. And if you, uh, follow Rick at Rick and Bubba on social media, we'll be sending that out too, uh, as a, as a good reminder, uh, today too, we have got, uh, not only are we looking back and remembering the 20th anniversary of nine 11, which falls on Saturday, but uh, being the last live show, uh, you know, we don't do a live show on Saturday, so that's today for us, um. A couple of things, uh, and we don't ever, ha- you know, I don't want anybody to ever feel like we've got to read my dad's poems. Matter of fact, he sends us a lot that we don't read on air. But he has sent uh, Greg a poem called uh, "Evil That Failed," and Greg has been looking at it. And Greg, do you feel like it? It is a, an on air read. And currently, he can't yeah, find and it.
11: Now I can't find it. But yes,
8: that's why I printed a bunch of copies. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's yeah. over there, where yeah. I was City. Here, um, here it is. Here. It is. Yeah, so we got we have that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and hey, then, it's
11: long though, so I got to really
8: yeah work on my breathing i know you do you got a so, pay is yourself. that a two pager you got it it's not two
11: full pages, right no. we
8: kind of try i tried to you know spread it out so it didn't i don't know about y'all but if something's too long and it's it's, sing, <laughs> it's single you know it's evil I that just, failed just, yeah just, i'm saying why i can't I just my, Matter my of fact, eyes get lost do you know what so. i
9: do with the brought to you by during best of mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm telling you this but I actually highlight every other line mm-hmm. so that it helps me there space it
8: out right. because I can't space out a paper that's been printed out. Right. So look for that today. Uh, also, um, we'll, we will uh, try to time down uh, the nine eleven mix down and let all of you know what it what it sounded like for the show live because you understand all all of this that happened. We were live and trying to figure it out as it went along, and so. The big moments and, and, and the uh, uh, reflecting back uh, audio of, of what all that was about is mixed down into about an eight-minute uh, segment. And so we'll uh, play that back today as well. And then a little bit later in the show, we've got Alex and uh, Stephen Kendrick, the Kendrick brothers. Uh, they have got a movie that's hitting theaters today. It's called Show Me the Father. Uh, And it hits today and is the first uh, documentary film from the Kendrick brothers. And so we'll catch up with them and talk to them the last hour of the show. And we will sound the alarm. We'll do our part and let you know what game Beth Moans is calling this uh, weekend. Quite the lineup. Quite the lineup. Uh, (laughs) Nats everywhere. Yeah. Nats. Yeah. They're back a little bit. I'll have to give them a call. The Nats are back. Yeah. Well, you know what that means. It's. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the garbage around here. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. There are certain days that you step out and you just like, could anything smell any worse? Smells like Bigfoot's rump. It does. If I could smell that rump, it would be it. Yeah. Yeah. Picture that. That's what I've heard. Um, Last night I was I was in a battle with myself, and we've oh, we've talked about this. I hope you. Matter of fact, this Gosh, no, my matter of fact. Okay, it's not Mister. What oh, you, Terry? No, there. I mean, I mean, you acting like a, there's a hawk in here. <laughs> so, so dramatic. I thought I somebody up, you let know, some... You ever get one in your <laughs> Gosh, eye? <laughs> I thought you're gonna run into the window. Yeah, I'm tired of it. <laughs> you on fire? or What's up? I don't like gnats um, in my eyes. Here's what I was in battle of with myself for. Do I stay up or go to sleep? Yeah. Oh, you go to sleep. Well, that that did win. Now, it was a little bit later than I wanted. Nah, um, I went on a bit, early. but I was watching the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks. What a great game to start the season! It yeah.
11: looks like it was. I like I said, it was fourteen to seven bucks when I went.
8: To That's that. when I went. Yeah, well, no, it was. It was bet at four. No, it was. a little after eight. Okay, okay. about eight thirty. <laughs> I gave <laughs> it till halftime.
9: And then I went to bed. Um I was, the third. I
8: went to bed when it was uh was it 28, 26 bucks.
9: You stayed with it I a did. long time. It was
8: ten o'clock something. Yeah. Uh and I, 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 I it was uh the you the, were ca-
11: bragging about Ed Sheeran singing.
8: The uh <laughs> That was weird, yeah, by the way. It was. And I like him, some was. of his songs. I, I don't, but uh It
9: was well, I, There's one of them that makes me really think about in. Amanda. He I mean okay. he so. don't he don't
11: fit in. <laughs> At, at a football. Game. No,
9: he doesn't. Anyway, go ahead. Didn't know he had that red hair either. Oh, you didn't know that? had no idea. Oh, yeah. What? You know how you oh, hear you something? Seen the guy? No, have not. Oh, I have, until last night, t- you'd never first seen First time I'd saw him. My and so, goodness. When I hear wow. there's I've certain... I've seen him, and I don't even... When there's certain songs that I really like of his, and yeah. then I see him, you know, you, there's those people out there that you see for the first time that you've talked to or you hear, and you go, well,
8: that ain't nothing like I thought it'd be. Yeah. And this was one of those cases for me. Okay. Well, the Bucks successfully began their Super Bowl title defense on uh, Thursday night NFL. Uh, it was on NBC, and it was against the Cowboys. They hosted the Cowboys, and they beat them and, uh, uh, in a thriller, 31-29. A thriller? Kicked, kicked, a, kicked a field goal, uh, I think two seconds left on the clock, uh, and beat them 31-29. Brady had 379 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. Prescott had 403 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. That one interception, it went right through Lamb's hands, and yeah. and then the DB caught it. But uh, um, I think a lot of people, and you, you, nobody's into moral victories. I, you know, look when it comes to sports, you either win or you lose. I get it, but I think everybody uh, thought that Tampa Bay would. Kind of take care of the Cowboys a little bit more than they did, and Cowboys wouldn't go away. Yeah. I you think know. in the NFL there are, there are times when you can have moral
9: victories because it's not like college where you expect you need to win about every game you play, mm-hmm. unless you know unless you're in the SEC and you lose one and then you mm-hmm. win the championship. Yeah, but in the in the NFL, I will say I was pleasant as a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to win, and I certainly did too. I wanted to wake up this morning. Grab my ESPN app and the mm-hmm. Cowboys won. Okay, yeah. that's what I wanted to see. Right. But when I grabbed my phone and saw thirty-one twenty-nine mm-hmm. or thirty-one what was it thirty-one twenty-nine thirty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly. I was like, okay, that's not bad. Oh, and,
11: you can drop one. The Bucks were seven and five when they
8: went on their run to the Super yeah, Bowl. There you right. go. You know, but, but you, the fact you that they, re- one the, the, f- the, yeah, the fact that they're returning everybody the way they are and they oh, kept they the everybody team. intact is yeah. really something else. And their front seven, oh my gracious! Yeah,
11: they play. You can't run on them. Uh, uh-uh,
8: you really can't. Uh, and I think Ezekiel had like thirty something yards. But yeah. I mean, they just went away from it and started passing all night. Uh, but I did. I, I was like, okay, if I didn't have the kind of day I was gonna, I have today <laughs> where there is no break, and then we got high school football. That you got you a long to, day. I mean, we're gonna look up. It's ten o'clock tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I probably would have stayed with it because, it, it, like I said, it was a two point game when I went to bed. So if you
11: were already that late and it's two point game, I, I mean, I may
9: had stay.
8: Yeah, I mean, but it late. still had the full, fourth quarter. That's true. You
9: know, so I'm gonna tell you, the NFC East <clears> looks <throat> really good for Dallas. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. hey, hey, but, hey, but I'm saying that yeah. it looks hey. really good for Dallas. There they're not gonna be playing. They're goes. not gonna be playing Brady every week. Hey, okay. Hey, whoa, Washington Redskins. Hey, y'all, good. The Giants. The Washington football team, buddy. Well, be whatever. Politically correct. Whatever. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like my chances over there in the East. Yeah. The NFC. See, that's what you got to think about in the NFL. Okay. But I'm, yeah. I'm just
8: telling you to calm down. Well, it
9: may be the year of the okay. Cowboy. Okay.
8: <laughs> it may be. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Careful. I will say this they're on everybody's radar now as, as to being, oh, wow, they're a little better. Okay. Of course, we don't yeah. know. We don't. No, I'm just we saying don't. from the get-go. What we know is what we, we saw, and then that, huh. that is that they, they play if pretty they good. they can stay healthy. But I got a woe, too. I'll, whoa. Ta-
9: I'll tell you who I was impressed with last night, and I don't know why it surprised me. Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. What a well, night! Well, it surprised we me forget. that he
11: didn't get in trouble before the game that's, for that's fighting exactly. somebody or, or cussing exactly. out some uh, chef that he right. didn't pay All or right. something. So, you know, if you can just get him on the field, yeah, the man's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. for four quarters, if you can right. just get him there, just, just get, get now, him there.
8: Now, the time between games, right. who knows? He just needs a handler to get him back. Yeah. You know, so Reese and JC are in these fantasy football yeah is too. And he had Amari Coop, Cooper last night, and they're all talking trash too to to all their yeah, buddies and who they're playing and all this kind of stuff. I'm glad I'm not talking. And one in so, this world. um, uh, so JC had um had some folks that was playing last night. Of course, Reese had uh, Coop uh for for the Cowboys and Tom. Brady. I said brayton has got a Amari Cooper to, and Tom. Brady. That's all I heard last night was that a Cooper was that a <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> Fournette, uh <laughs> jc had Calm him and didn't do that well uh he's going to be hurting but here's the deal jc said man dad i cannot i cannot come in last place i said what are you talking about he said well I'm the, the person that comes in last place we're all meeting at buffalo wild wings and you got to do the wing challenge or something i'm That's like what's funny. that and he said and he said i, I don't know but Eat it's not wings. good yeah you gotta I, come out really hot wings and i'm like so he said so i cannot come in last place and I'm like, well, don't. Well, I mean, I don't want some hot wings. I said, this, I mean, don't do that. He, I don't want you in last place either. But he was he was dialed in uh, last night to, to say, fantasy um, football. say the yeah. least there. Pretty good, game. Pretty good hey, game. At one point, I had to say, hey, Braden, as a Cowboy
9: pretty fan, pretty are you for the Cowboys or Amari Cooper? See, that's right. my
8: point. You're getting this
9: fantasy like, thing. You kind of start cheering for individuals, it, not exactly, the team. Exactly. And yeah. if
11: you don't know who to cheer for. Right. And right.
9: he was playing against a, a guy that had CeeDee Lamb. So he didn't want CD to do well. And I'm like, buddy, I know CD's dropped a few passes. You're (laughs) happy about that, but calm down. (laughs) I need him to catch them. Come
1: on, 88. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
8: Nine minutes till top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We're live. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by 24-7 Burglar Busting Protection for your home or small business, SimplySafeBubba.com. You know, I've got SimplySafeBubba.com. Love Simply Safe. They're ultra wide, 140-degree field of view, 1080 uh HD resolution uh, and uh, I mean, got like eight, eight times zoom. It's it's good no stuff. Huh? What'd you say? I said you something. Yeah, I like Simply say. So. I like it, too. I like. The, I mean, I, I like the doorbell camera. I like my HD camera. I like when you pull it up and we like like, and we see people like out yeah. there with packages. You want me to bring two sponsors in here at the same time? You ready go for ahead. this? Go for it. Um, yesterday was the uh, the termite inspection. Oh, at the yeah. House Did with, they leave with, the little sign in your driveway when they do it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Everybody knows. I pull up and I go, there it is. There yeah. it is. Uh, but this was the biggie. This was, I'm going to check all the stations, and I'm going to go inside, too, so I had to be there. But guess what? I got the notification that I that they were there because the cameras, were, the, the cameras were going off. It's simple and, and safe. And I, and I saw that, hey, somebody's on the property, and they had already communicated, hey, I'm coming. Yeah. But, it, but And they said, hey, I'll go ahead and start outside. By the time you get home, we can go inside. Yeah, wow,
11: I see it. it. But
8: I knew when they were there. That's right. Uh, because of simplysafebubba.com. Uh, that, uh, means every door, every window, every room is protected along with your property. And oh. to learn more about the new wireless outdoor security cameras, uh, you can go to simply Uh, and, uh, right now they're offering 20% off your entire new system. Plus your first month of monitoring is free. When you enroll in interactive monitoring at simply safe, So check that out, check or you can find a link at com under the sponsors button. All right. So, um, We've got uh, – don't forget, it is. It's I got know. an app. Look, don't I hate. I like it. I love it. Don't hate. There ain't nothing to hate. All right, then, Thompson Warriors. <laughs> I was just trying to help you out. <laughs> I know it's game day, but You like to get everybody involved in those. Yeah. How do you feel like you think the defense will stay be good today? Well, I hope so. They've been playing really good. You look Was like I? you're on the staff. Do I? Yeah. Okay.
9: What if you're the guy that gives up the, the first touchdown? Mm, I know. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. It
8: is. Eventually. The high school where uh, Greg's son, gonna, Taylor, coaches. Uh, now you're they're, mojoing. They're, what are you talking about? No, it's facts. It's what's happened. Yeah. I'm not I'm mojoing. I'm not saying what you're going to do. I'm just asking because it looked like you were on staff. You were being. 168 funny about that. to zero, three games. I'm just going to let you know that's 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 the the score i hope I, well um damon johnson uh, is our uh, rick and bubby university podcast guest uh he's got a new album out battle lessons he's also with uh, leonard skinner going uh right now his, he's a uh, busy man his new group damon johnson and the get ready uh they're on tour as well damonjohnson.com for all I'll the information a little of that yesterday yeah the, the get ready that's some mm-hmm. good music oh yeah uh oh, he I- um he uh He's a, he's a, he's always fun to catch up with. And, uh, yesterday was awesome. Uh, we've also got some other stuff going on that, uh, we weren't able to get into the podcast that we'll promote, um, here during the main show coming up. All right. So every now and then we try to help the audience, don't oh, we? Oh, huh? so we're going there. And I, I feel like, uh, Sometimes. I feel like it's pretty informative, uh, on how maybe to contact us and how not to. Yeah. And Helmsy, I think you've got a little bit of lesson for everybody. Go ahead, kid. Well,
9: I mean y'all are in agreement here. We we got an email and I love getting emails. Sure, I respond I, like it. I have I have certain email things that I do. So for instance, if I get if it's just sent to me and me alone, I will respond. Mm-hmm. If it's sent Direct to if it that's that's one of my rules. I have a couple mm-hmm. of rules. And then the other one is if it's a group message to the team, but yet they're asking a specific question for me, then I'll respond. And then if I, if I feel like I can bring something to the table in my response i'll respond then <laughs> if i don't feel like i can bring anything to the table i just delete it and move on i read it i don't there's no sense if it's i like a to read deal, some
11: of them i don't always respond well, that's That me? don't mean i don't like it? but
9: but if it's all if it's sent just to me i always respond okay oh, wow. that that is my that's one of my rules Look at me. and then but but I'm if it's responder. just to if if, if, if there the, well i mean if somebody Are you a first responder? if somebody takes the time to type up an email to me i feel like well, I, I' probably need to says, respond to yeah. them yeah. even if it's just a simple hey thanks for sharing this you know that i mean you want to show that you want to be thoughtful on these things mm-hmm. but i do think there are teaching moments for our audience and y'all are in agreement with this i'm not mm-hmm. on an island here mm-hmm. there are certain ways
8: you what if we were on an island right now <laughs> <Huh>? oh so <laughs> we were in here and he was actually on the right. island but we
9: wanted to be on the island <laughs> Well, I just know how y'all are with these things. Y'all get me to read it and then you are like you yeah. don't want to have anything to do that's with exactly it. What's about so that. I know this this so I know you. I know what's coming. Clearly on you. And so, I don't
11: really have a problem. Well okay. at least you got a plan Well though. then if
9: that's the case, and I rules. will stop right now. See, this is why I don't want to move forward no, because y'all ahead. are just gonna no, hammer I, me. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Go Even ahead. though during the break you were all in on this. Go ahead, Rules. I was counting. Um This is this is the if you want us to read and respond, this is probably not the route to take. Okay? Here's the subject will you read my email seriously please seriously is in all caps it makes me feel like you're screaming at me um huh. and I, and I know all of us got this the first line Wait, I, did don't, you if I don't reply i don't I don't send no, you junk didn't. no I don't have to respond to this one first and by, of all, by this my person rules.
11: Never sent us any great stuff before he yes they, they, ha- they have actually okay. by the way
9: i I, I recognize the email okay. and i've resp- i've interacted with this person before I just killed an actor um They're everywhere I don't send you junk is the first thing that they put out there. Oh,
11: and respond.
9: Will you guys please listen and respond to me, please? Now they that, that, please sounds, now. that sounds desperate because you've, you've put please twice. It's like me talking um, to Terry, please. And you put please in the subject. And then they they go to give us really good information, but it's nothing that we can't find. You know, we it's probably, yeah. I, I, we see this every up, day. I thought
11: this was some news that I did too. maybe that he would got um, from somebody he knows in the FBI or something.
9: Well, I mean, you you yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm stop there because well, it's I simply see. nothing more than stuff we can get off any website. You're just saying website. how to get us to respond is probably not. I don't send you junk. Will you guys please listen and respond to me, please? Will you read my email seriously, please?
10: Okay. That, please, I, mean, I, will.
9: I I don't. I, that that uh, drove me nuts when I saw oh, that. Yeah, I'm no, just being it. honest about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, yeah, you yeah you go. Go. I just don't think you start an email like that. Probably mm-hmm. not. You don't. Not. You don't get our attention. Um, I don't know what you're so mad about. I know. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Greg.
1: <laughs> I go. actually
3: appreciate our listeners. Yeah, to yeah, buddy. Us. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. you respond <laughs> to all of them. I do. If they're just to me. Yeah. And I put stuff like, oh yeah.
8: Yeah. Stuff like that. I would like to just tell the audience don't make. Do, don't 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 like send us really really long emails
11: and double space if it's got a if lot you of can words. I mean
8: like <laughs> no no he's all over this if I see a long one that <laughs> has not, not double oh, space I'm out oh. I'm out I tried you know what I try to do scan down to the bottom I know because then I, they finally I can't go follow the line no, I keep jumping lines. no we love y'all I, but then you finally I, go here's but it's but hey, a big look, one because it's real time but this is why I'm calling tiny font you. not double space
9: here's what I want to tell mm-hmm. this person mm-hmm. tiny your own record you're talking down to him no if you'll listen your own record for Sending us some really good stuff. So don't act so desperate with this one.
10: Oh.
9: And and we again, to Greg, you to your point. To your point, Greg. This is something I can go to USA today and get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like you. I, I mean, thought I was about to read some really wow.
11: you know? I know. I know what you're saying. I, mean. I felt the same way there. I thought, <laughs> well, this is some information we don't have right. access to. Wow.
9: I just felt like they were talking down to me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
10: Pass
11: the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba oh, Show. Thank you for be. being with us today. Bubba, A brand new hour
10: has begun. Bubba, and and uh, we start this Davey hour with the, the national anthem. Oh,
2: can you see the What's so proud
11: Bubba show. Brand new hour has begun and we are thankful that you are here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler have all given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba uh, Radio Network the podcast archives, uh, streaming on the TuneIn app, live and archived on the YouTube channel. So they're with us and now the whole team goes for it. Across the way, there he is, uh, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the kind English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill, Bubba, Busset!
12: How about it? How about it? How about it? Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates, everywhere. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. By request. No.
11: church orchestra and choir and their version of lord your holy by request uh today and for good reason if everybody's wondering what the answer is that's it that's it turn turn back and give him what he only is due and honestly i i have mixed emotions about the 20 years of 9-11 today we certainly will pay tribute to those who um have uh, who died and we certainly will pay tribute to those who tried to save lives but the sad part me conflicted today is we didn't learn anything we learned nothing and we continue to make the same mistakes that uh, that we we didn't learn a thing i think we've returned we we have turned worse we're more evil today than we were then and we 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 are more against God today than we've ever been We learned nothing So that's my mixed emotions today uh, As we walk through this But the the honoring of those who died And the honoring of those who Were so heroic That deserves their time And we will certainly do that today But, but on the downside We didn't learn a thing
12: And I think part of that And it's something that really Has not been talked about As much I, as I think it needs to is that look at the chaos we're in today. Right, exactly. Uh, it's really bigger than are there terrorists going to be in Afghanistan yep. again? Are yep. they going to yep. blow up buildings? Look look at the chaos our country is in. Look at the COVID-19 that we're dealing with yep. now. Look at our response to it. Look at our federal government. Unbelievable. We learned uh, We've learned it, nothing.
11: We've learned nothing.
12: It's a zoo. It's an absolute zoo. Right Total
11: now. chaos and just depravity and it we it's almost like we looked at god in the 20 years since and says we're going to actually turn against you and and, and more than we were then we we did, we we turned back from it for just a brief second you know everybody packed in the churches because they were afraid some terrorists are going to kill them and then we returned back out not only to to what we had before we went worse and, and why do y'all keep thinking there's going to be a different result? That's the part I don't get. Y'all, yeah, can we not see what's going on? You know, I, You know, there's another word for pandemics, plagues. Uh, 17 minutes past the hour. We'll come back and we'll start unpacking them. More Rick and
1: Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11: the hour of the rick and bubba show we're back 866 we be big as a number and we will get into the uh, 20 year see we're not going to be on the air the actual 20 year uh anniversaries tomorrow not today uh for 9 11 uh, since this is nine ten, but we will we we won't be on the air tomorrow other than best of shows will be running in a lot of markets so uh, today we'll kind of walk through because we were live on the air when it happened and we'll start all that next hour but first we got to talk about uh, the state of this place, uh, yesterday, uh, and we have the video, uh, president Biden's announcement yesterday involving, um, uh, the federal government, uh, trying to, uh, see if they can't, um, mandate vaccines uh and making employers who employ over 100 people
12: why did they pick 100 do you I, think? I don't know but why do they do anything but no, here, there's <laughs> there's a reason somehow and i'm not trying to lead you into a, it's, it's, an answer but there's some reason they picked that number probably
11: probably is what fauci said <laughs> he probably said if you got 99 down you're okay but if you got 100 more that's kind of sense we've been hearing lately here is the president uh, in his announcement yesterday here we go
3: as your president I'm announcing tonight a new plan to require more Americans to be vaccinated to combat those blocking public health. First, we must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Requirements. we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Sounds like it. So tonight, I'm I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. My plan will extend the vaccination requirements that I previously issued in the healthcare field. Already, I've announced, we'll be requiring vaccinations at all nursing home workers who treat patients on Medicare and Medicaid because I have that federal authority. Tonight, I'm using that same authority to expand that to cover those who work in hospitals, home health care facilities, or other medical facilities. A total of 17 million healthcare workers. Next, I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch federal employees to be vaccinated, all. And I've signed another executive order that will require federal contractors to do the same. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. The vaccine requirements in my plan will affect about 100 million Americans, two-thirds of all workers. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us, there the vast majority of you, who have gotten vaccinated. I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. I don't know anybody angry. Do I understand you? the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. That's where boosters come in. Oh boy! The mm-hmm. shots that give you even more protection than after your second shot. Get
12: vaccinated. Oh my gosh! <laughs> never, never had a marketing class. I'd like to. You stop. know, old as he is, I think he'd be smarter than he is. Well, but Bubba. That goes back to yeah. the faculties that well, have been guys, lost. guys, it's just I don't know. I have so I, I've got a word, word that speech. I'm just fighting, not saying hmm. Greg knows what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba to exactly your question about the one hundred, <laughs> and I don't know that this is
9: the actual answer, <laughs> but the smallest hospital that you can imagine has roughly hundred employees. So my guess is that's what's going on. We're looking at the smallest hospital. Six to 24-bed hospital probably has around 90 to 115 employees. See, I, that may
12: be it. Yeah, I don't, don't know if that's it or not. There, uh,
9: I'm trying to rationalize it as well. well that's where I went first.
12: He, here's a couple of points about this. Um, you know this is going to be met with massive oh, resistance. Oh, my goodness. Massive oh, lawsuits. Oh, my goodness. We're no closer to getting anybody vaccinated we <laughs> work? Biden once again dividing us, telling us that the vaccinated population are mad at the unvaccinated. This is so Well, again, the point has been made that... If the, un- if the vaccinated are fearing the unvaccinated, that wasn't a very good vaccination. No, and that's such a simple point, but <laughs> I mean, it's so profound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the
11: unvaccinated people are dangerous to the vaccinated, then,
12: then the vaccination didn't work. No, it really didn't. Now, here's the thing, too. <laughs> Is somebody Biden,
11: afraid to say that?
12: Biden had a line in this. On it's, the
11: variant. It worked on the first one, but yeah.
12: it's not working on the variants. He was attacking the governors of states that were not going along with this mandate idea. And he said, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Mm. Bigger than the pandemic. Bigger Bigger than people dying. Much bigger. This is a complete shredding of the Constitution, illegal. And as Ted Cruz pointed out masterfully, in court cases, it's not just about the law, it's about the intent. And again... The the, You know his chief of staff retweeted or Mm -hmm. tweeted something and said basically this was the greatest uh, workaround in history. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden, I'm praising for his workaround. Oh, my God. Well, see, you just blew your court case. Yeah, you did. You're not right. You're nowhere close to right. This was a get around. This was us getting around the Constitution. Ain't going to help you in a courtroom. mm hmm I, it's, it, once again, it's, I, I mean, I just it, I shake my head at, at the level of understanding these people have. I'm not that smart, but at least I know it. But what gets me is the left tries to tell you that they think the answer to everything is let's all just get along. But they're the most divisive people I've ever been around. They're the biggest bullies we've ever had. And, and it's crazy. Hey, forget your governor, who you elected. I'm going to run roughshod over your state laws. Your state constitution and the federal constitution. While I'm at it, we'll be right back.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the
10: middle with
11: you. That's the theme song for those of us with natural antibodies. Uh, it's as if we're invisible and as if we do not exist. Um, all right, so CORD Buddy, let's talk about CORD Buddy here. Uh, we love this system uh, because of many reasons. But the main reason that people do not continue to work on learning to play guitar is because it takes so long for you to actually start making music. And a lot of times you get frustrated with it and say, Well, well with Chord buddies like training wheels on a bicycle. The first day you get the Chord Buddy and you attach it to the neck of the guitar, whether you get the guitar from them or, or you have your own, uh, you'll be playing music the first day because you just press a button, it holds the chords, and there you go. Uh, so if you would like to get the Chord Buddy system, uh, simply go to ChordBuddy.com. Uh, also, they've got some great guitars right now. We had a huge order come in. Uh, so if you're looking for a guitar, they got some great deals on that too. We've got a big shipment of those. So it, it is the the learning system that has been voted the number one guitar learning system uh, in the world. So get yours right now for less than 50 bucks by going to ChordBuddy.com. CordBuddy.com or go to RickandBubba.com. Find it there under the sponsors button. Bubba, let's flash back a minute before we continue to talk about this. Now, yesterday, it's as if Joe Biden, which he may not, uh, doesn't remember uh, what he said in December 2020 uh, during uh, the height of the pandemic uh, when asked about uh, forcing people to take vaccines. Here is the president in December 2020.
3: No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide.
11: Okay, so in 2020, <laughs> the the reporter asked him, "Do you think oh, the vaccine Lord. should be mandatory?" And the president, this this was just December, okay, of 2020. Uh, this was less than a year ago, uh, and he said that he does not think they should be mandated, nor will he mandate those. So we can write down, can't we? That President Biden said one thing in December, he just said another yesterday. Yep, can, can, that is can we right. Well, he's not alone. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, also says that the government can't require a vaccine. Uh, here she is.
0: So here's the thing. Oh we are We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. So,
11: wow. we, we, we even talk, minute, we're, we're even talking Cold. privacy. I mean, you
10: can't
0: you Hold can't. On
11: eat, there, ain't, nobody, it ain't nobody's business. Huh? Only got, can get got away with uh, no, i got my mustard mask on. I'm talking through my mask. And, oh, please. So, y'all. can, y'all. can, can we say whether you are, no matter how you feel, no matter what you believe, no matter what is your worldview, can we, because Bubba and the guys here, we're kind of working on those things we can come together on. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree? that President Biden and Nancy Pelosi said to us less than a year ago mm-hmm. that the government cannot make you take this vaccine, and now just yesterday they said, oh, yes, we can. Is that true or not true? That's That's exactly. Exactly. That's true.
12: That is exactly what you saw. Okay. Just want to be sure. Yeah, but. Really. Do- do- yeah, but.
11: How about this? Doggone these recordings.
12: Now, uh, so, I- I point uh, point they'll get out, away with it, though. I, I want to point out something else, too. Sitting... Yesterday, okay, and this this is where these people do not think this through. I'm not a constitutional lawyer, nowhere close to it, but I hold court on the back porch sometimes. Mm, Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What these idiots don't realize with this line of thinking they're trying to jump the Constitution with, do they realize what they're opening the door to? Oh, but never. They never do. If the president can declare a national health emergency and to save lives— force these edicts at the national level, at the federal level, then the president could also use this same precedent to declare abortion a national health emergency and simply outlaw it when the next Republican goes in. Do they realize that? Yeah, because this— Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, do they realize what they're doing? Well, I
11: heard I heard people talking about it yesterday. They see what they all got in their little meeting and decided to try to do. They're trying to go down this emergency thing that we that we do have available, but they're saying this this is nowhere near meeting the test for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this, this on is, the
12: news uh, last night, and, and this was the thing. I, and I have to tune in just to to get my own to to see how they're presenting this. We have all this buildup. The president. Wants to force vaccines on 80 million more Americans. Joe, Joe's number, the president's number himself. The very next story in the lineup was about the federal government suing the state of Texas so women will have the right to control their own health care and control their own bodies. It's unbelievable. Back to back. Back to uh, back. Unbelievable. And of course, you always have the soundbite of some lady saying, "No man is going to tell me what I can do with my body." Yeah, that's standard. You get that every story, right? Yeah. So right. those were back to back on the ABC National News last night, and I'm sitting there going, "Golly, I, I can't really, I can't, I can't." I know. Seems like you're contradicting yourself. Well, think, think about how long to how many things you
11: can unpack on those two um the the thing of people say well i mean if if you uh what what's your this choice on whether you want to get vaccinated or not i mean it's it's for the good of other people when when that one is said it, it owns me you know what would be hilarious in the grand scheme of things and i am now i'm talking spiritual which is really all that matters by the way uh at the end of all this but is and of course, we wouldn't make an adjustment there if our life depended no, on it. And by the way, no. it does. And by the way, it does. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, is wouldn't, wouldn't it just be such an an ironic thing if in all these people that have been aborted under birth control, just just I don't you know ninety eight percent ninety eight percent they're 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 all aborted because of birth control. I don't want them to take the option of adoption. I don't want to have to carry the baby. All this kind, of, all that. Wouldn't it just be ironic? If the person that would have been the scientist that would have developed exactly yeah, I, what we need yeah. to eradicate this from the world, we, we we took that person's life in the womb. Wouldn't
12: that be ironic? Rick, mm. I, I, I don't only think it's ironic. I think you can probably count on it because that's the way things happen. Yeah. The yeah. The, the guy or the lady who was going to find the cure for cancer I mean, you never know. I mean, who? Knows? You just well, we'll. I think we'll get a bigger picture, yeah. big playback but, on it. But one that day. would but. be that would be ironic. But but again,
11: we're trying. What we're doing? See, this is this is that tribalism before. See, when you get inside a tribe, you just list the things that you want them to be, and you don't. It doesn't have to be. There has there doesn't have to be any consistency, uh, because if someone says, even on the moral stage, I must make my own moral decisions, and I will face God. In my own decisions, which which that's uh, we all kind of fall in that category. Well, then you, you th- this, but nobody is going to force anything on my body. I'm going to make this choice myself. Now we can debate which we believe it's there's someone else in play. Cause, yeah,
12: because
11: that because yeah. again we've said this a thousand times.
12: Science has shown our, us that now.
11: our debate on on abortion is way off. If we want to talk about us as humane. Creations, however you see us as human beings, whether you think we're evolved above the animals or some of you uh, question sometimes, but in some of our behavior, looks a lot more like animals than it does humans. But
9: yeah, I'll but, give you props. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway,
11: I think we all believe no matter how you think we got here that we, we have, a, I keep hearing this even from the left, we have a responsibility to act humane. Now they pick and choose what that means. I got right. all that, but, right. but if that's the case, then the, the, all of this is about life. And and we can't say it's about life over here, but it's not about life over there. You know, it, it, this we have to decide as human beings, do we have the right to deny life to another human being? That's where the debate is. Because, and you can't get anybody to have that discussion. And, it, and, it and I'm, really, talking about, I'm talking about what science says. I don't, I don't, right. I'm not saying that my spiritual convictions have to be forced on you. I'm not saying that at all, okay? I have them, and then I, I see the world through the prism of that. But there's been people who do not believe in God that still can look at science, however you think human life is formed, and come to the same conclusion that we do see where life begins. And that doesn't have to be through a biblical prism. That can just be through
12: science because science has confirmed it as well. And it really gets so, down to that question because we have laws against murder. Yeah. When do we have does, the right to do it? when does life begin? Right. We we need to settle that decision, and then that will clear all this up. And
11: so back to that again, do you have the right to go to, which, remember, we used to all agree that life began outside of the womb. <laughs> right. We don't believe that anymore. No, but, we've but, seen that change. But I think most of us agree that, like, everybody in this room is alive, okay? So then, so there's no debate about life now, okay, do you have the right to potentially affect or kill another human being with a pharmaceutical forced upon them if they didn't choose themselves? Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, and I'm not even saying the risk of that is very high. But when you start saying you have no choice but to take this, and here's the thing we all know, just, just if we want to play, be in the adult world, and if you don't believe this, just go back and hear their own quotes. We all know. That if President Trump had just had that press conference yesterday, the left would be crying in the streets that an experimental drug that was right. rushed to market is now being forced by the tyrannical Trump on people, and he can't do that. It's not right. He's a fascist. It's fascist, tyrannical. We would be hearing that. Now, if you don't believe that, now, come on, we can't even have a at discussion. At least give me that.
8: <laughs> oh, that and, and add, yeah. he's getting his orders from Putin. Yeah, Put that in yeah. there, too.
11: You would be screaming, and I probably would be screaming it with you, by the way. I would be yeah. screaming fascist tyrant. I would not let President Trump force this thing on me because he doesn't have the power to do that. That's not America. So I'm consistent. I wouldn't let any president force this on me. Yep. Okay. But but the le- the left the way you see things when Trump does them and the way your own God does them, you're inconsistent. But you have an emotional worldview. So what else should I expect? Mm-hmm. But um, but this is um, but this is going this. Ha- it, it's Like I told you guys yesterday, and it was um, Danny Wood, and I, know, I don't know where he learned it from. It may not be his original mm-hmm. thought, but he said, when you come to a situation that, that's problematic, you have two buckets. One has a bucket of water, one has a bucket of gasoline. And I, I'm sure he wasn't the first person to say that. I don't know what it is about this administration. They always throw the gasoline.
1: Yeah, They, they well, don't, they don't yeah. even
11: have to. Yeah. They don't know how to throw that bucket of water. Yeah. We'll
1: be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11: It is uh, nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll start the uh, look back 20 years ago, the attack on America, actually 20 years tomorrow. Uh, But we will not be here, so we will uh, do that today. But Bubba, let's continue uh, before we get to that next hour, unpacking uh, the things that are going on right now that are making uh, a lot of Americans extremely uncomfortable uh, and that is the overreach of the federal government and, um, and the scare tactics and the threats and, and the uh, uh, scapegoating of some of our uh, uh, citizens uh, on a pandemic. And, and you, you had some stuff yesterday that, that was really concerning.
12: Well, the healthcare care industry is caught right in the middle of this. Yeah, and, and we've been getting emails. Uh, we constantly do. We have nurses concerned, doctors concerned. But this was sent to me yesterday. And to me, this is very concerning. It's on the the stationery of the American Board of Internal Medicine. Mm -hmm. This is one of the certification uh, groups that make your doctor a doctor. Okay. Okay. So the Federation of State Medical Boards, which supports its member state medical licensing board, has recently issued a statement saying that providing misinformation about COVID-19 vaccine contradicts physicians' ethical and professional responsibilities. Okay? hmm This was sent to all the internal doctors, and any of you listening that would like to chime in on this, I'd like to hear your take. It says, And therefore may subject a physician to disciplinary action, including suspension or cancellation. They use the other word, I can't say. Yeah. Other medical license. We at the American Board of Family Medicine, the American Board of Internal Medicine, and the American Board of Pediatrics supports the FSMB's position. We also want all physicians certified by our board to know that such unethical or unprofessional conduct may prompt their respective board to take action that could put their certification at risk. They're threatening your doctor Internal medicine doctors you go to, primary care people, with pulling their certification if they don't hold the company line on COVID-19. Right. Now, what does that mean? The evidence, and they go down, I'm not going to read it verbatim, They, they warn them again about spreading misinformation or falsehood to the public during a time of a public health emergency. The evidence that we have safe effective and widely available vaccines against covid-19 is overwhelming we are particularly concerned about physicians who use their authority to denigrate vaccination at a time when vaccine continues when vaccines continue to demonstrate excellent effectiveness against severe illness hospitalization and death blah 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 they go on It is signed by the head of the American Board of Family Medicine, the head of the American Board of Internal Medicine, and the head of the American Board of Pediatrics. And basically the nutshell is that these doctors, if they don't get behind the vaccine program, 100%, they are being threatened with not being doctors anymore and their certification being pulled. Wow.
10: Mm -mm -mm.
12: And like a like I told you guys yesterday. Now that should be mm. scary to everybody because and I do agree we have some very good vaccines right now. But this has become such a hot button issue. You have to approach this you you can't approach it with it's it's like the old joke about socialism. If socialism is so good, how come everybody goes to it at the end of a gun barrel? Exactly. You know, it just does not make sense. Why are y'all so hell-bent on forcing this on everybody? If it works, it should take care of itself. Natural immunity. We act like that doesn't even exist. Boy, they, they, they'll give you props on it on every other viral disease out there, but for some reason, it's a dirty word if you mention it now. No, you can't even Any of it. these therapeutics you take to try to lessen the load, you try to lessen the viral impact on the very head end of this, Eh, out the window, it's vax or nothing. Vax for everybody or nothing. Vax or you're not going to be a doctor. Bottom line, they're being threatened. Well, and the thing that concerns you, I is... I got it right here. Yeah,
11: not I, making it up. I don't want to go into a doctor's office and that doctor be be talking to me about what what we need to do with whatever i'm facing you know i don't know if y'all know this there's a lot of other things out there other than covid i don't right. know if y'all know that right. yeah. but but whatever i'm facing i do not want my doctor to be talking to me under anything else other than his or her expertise and convictions of what he or she thinks is the best treatment their convictions i do not want to be treated by someone who is who is doing what they're
12: doing and saying what they're saying under fear of repercussion not that, only that's, from that's not, what I want. not only from their boards of certification, mm-hmm. but also from their corporate structure, where it's been barked down to them. They have to do. You know why you go to your doctor? Because you trust him. Because I mean, you like him. Because he gets good results for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you're going, if you're going to one and you don't have those things, <laughs> you need to go see a mental doctor, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you've got a problem. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you this: I don't even have to like you if you're the best. No, no. Well, you get results for you. Right, I could find Keeps you, you I could
11: I could find your personality repulsive. but when it comes down to somebody needs to work on my heart, I don't need a I don't need a good guy or a good gal. I need the best. But I need them operating from their expertise and their convictions on treatments that work
12: and don't work, not fear of repercussion from some board. This the bottom line in this is they don't like doctors who are telling people, "Hold on your vaccination till your antibodies go down." Try these therapeutics when you first get it as a way to reduce the viral load. They, it's all, I mean, it is vax or we going to bust. Which, again, me, for somebody who, is, who believes in vaccinations and is not terrified of this one, it's about the third time I was ready to go get one. And then this says, I ain't, uh-uh. I'm, the I'm not same, doing that. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I, it's seriously. It's not working. It's happening Three different I, times, I, I, Rick, I, I was ready to go get a vaccine. I the Exact same boat, Boba. Because I do believe in vaccinations, and I do think it will help my immune system fight against these uh, whatever variants are coming. But then when I see this, we mm-hmm. leave science... And th- this sounds like what uh, the Crips and the Thugs do to each other.
10: What the heck?
12: The Bloods and the Crips. I, mean, I mean, this is a shakedown is all it is. Yeah. From people who are supposed to be there to help us out. I- I've never seen anything like it. We have lost our cotton-picking mind. I- somebody help me. Somebody help me, huh? And it's terrible marketing. Terrible.
1: Oh, yeah. Top of the hour. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
5: Sentence is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Somebody.
11: Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here this hour. Your phone calls start the hour at
12: 866 be big Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussing. Rick, glad to be here. Privileged and happy to be part of the Rick and Bubba party. Uh, going on 28 years, top 28 of the year, if we years. make it that far. Tomorrow, Lord 20, willing. T- 20 years
11: ago tomorrow, a nation attacked on 9-11. Um, sadly, our nation learned nothing from that. But uh, we do need to remember those uh, that uh, whose lives were, uh, were the people that were murdered uh, and also uh, the heroes that uh, not only— Uh, Were heroes throughout the process uh, of the attack, but also went and waged war to uh, to make it difficult for those who plan the attack to be able to finance and train and do attacks like that. Uh, And we can say that that job has been done pretty well uh, because there hasn't been one. Of course, now things are changing again, and there's uh, you know now it's becoming. Chaotic again in that part of the world, but but anyway, uh, and as far as us as a nation uh, and the way we we our our wake up call spiritually and morally was zero.
10: Yeah, uh, about
11: so, thirty days. Yeah, right? yeah. About so so anyway, uh, all right. Uh, to the phones we go, but we will uh, we'll we'll go back because uh, we won't be here tomorrow. So we'll do our tribute today, and we'll discuss more of that coming up this hour uh, because this is the hour when it actually happened when we were on the air. Uh, 20 years ago tomorrow. Uh, Let's go to uh, James in Birmingham. James, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I, I visited
6: my doctor to try to get informed. And, uh, he, about three, four weeks ago, and uh, I've had COVID naturally. I've tested my antibodies. They were high. My doctor said that uh, he, <clears throat> everything they learned in school is that I'm better protected or just as good with the uh, uh, natural antibody and uh, my antibodies were
7: very
6: high. But, but my whole thing is um, what happens when they force the vaccination and then you have to keep getting it every six months? Is it a constant forced vaccination?
11: Well, that's every- that's the door that has been opened, and that's what you're hitting on. And even people that really don't even see the world the way we do, your Bill Mars, your John Stewart's, these kind of people, uh, a lot of people are going to say now, are you just going to start shooting us up with stuff every six months, every eight months? Uh, So if you open this door that the government can make you do it through your employer or, you know, however they do it,
12: or if you work for the government, through the government. Did you notice he didn't mandate you to go get vaccinated? He mandated your employer to make you be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. They're they're trying to play a game here, see? Well, what they're missing, though,
11: and and it it really is idiotic, I'm going to go that close, is the medical field. Is is in the last? I think we saw what about a third of people that we okay, need yep. as 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 first responders and nurses. A third, okay, are, are gonna are are gonna walk off the job, and so now our yeah. hospital situation. See, some of y'all, you got to pay attention. We don't. Hey, we don't have any hospital beds left. You know what that means? Sometimes don't have enough nurses to man them.
9: That's exactly. That's exactly it what it, it means. Mean,
11: it doesn't mean the beds sitting there uh, right. with somebody in it. No, right. it means right. it means we can't service the beds we have. Because we ain't got enough people. Right. So this is only going to make that situation worse. Well,
9: it's worse. Even, it's right. even bigger than that, Rick. Because what you're going to have is you're going to have the third. Okay, that walk away. But then you're going to have another twenty five percent or another third walk away because they're overworked and tired as it is, and this Correct. will put them over the edge. Correct. See
11: so how so it's just a it's just rolling down the. Right. Head. They don't get that. Uh, no, I mean, do they think any of this stuff through? Yeah. And and is it ever gonna <laughs> no. is it ever going to cause anybody to pause? Just anybody that a third of the people that won't take it work in the medical field. <laughs> Hello, I, I mean, it's right. uh, uh Does that you know? is that so, so even people in the medical field say, yeah, I won't just take anything. Yeah.
12: And, but, and, and, I know,
9: and a lot of that, a lot of their mindset is, they is not. They have it already. That's it. Is they're exposed to so about. much yeah. that they have the They antibodies. have the antibodies.
12: They, have a, they have an immune system like yeah. a rusty nail. Absolutely. Naval, and I will I mean, go ahead and say this. It. Elephant in the room. Hmm.
11: Most of them, I say, they have their natural antibodies. I, there's Some are saying, I've treated over 500 COVID patients, yeah. and I haven't caught it because I have natural antibodies because exactly. I caught it early. Right. But there's also elephant in the room, <laughs> okay? Some of them are young childbearing females. Yes. And they don't want this vaccine because they're concerned about the effect on the reproductive system of young females of childbearing age. Now, I know y'all may not want to talk <clears> about <throat> that, but that is legitimately
8: the case. And some of them, and some of them don't have that concern. Right. No. But, but some do. That's, uh, yeah. We've met them. Yeah. Um, and look, I know y'all can go, I know we've said this a thousand times, but you got to say it all the time because people come and go. Yeah. Okay. First of all, two of the staff members here are fully vaccinated. The other staff members have natural antibodies. We're not anti-vaccines. Anti We're not anti-this vaccine, but we are anti-being mandated by the government and told you have to do Look, the vaccine that's where we land I'm so not save jump,
11: your email i'm and, not jumping on the field where y'all are having this vaccine iron bowl no where i have to be on one team or the other no that's uh, where
8: we're landing yeah, that, that
11: I, that's this is not about the actual safety of the vaccine no this this is about what the government can and cannot do and they take these things like pandemics and 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 all this stuff where they know people get afraid, they try to terrify you. We're also forgetting that the that the survival rate is ninety nine percent in every category, even it, higher. Yeah, man. and and, how about, and I'm just throwing ninety nine percent because it's actually higher than that. <laughs> yes, four um, numbers past the decimal. Yeah, unless unless you cannot take care of yourself and you're in some kind of assistance, Correct. And you're over uh, seventy uh, something years old, then it's ninety four percent. Okay, I mean it's uh, it's seventy plus with help. 94.5, 70 plus on your own 97 point6 everybody else, it's less than one percent death rate. and we're acting like that it's so it's so deadly that we must bring the federal government in there and give everybody something that by the way can't even keep you from getting affected with the first with, with, with the variant delta variant
10: mm-hmm.
11: It doesn't even protect you from a breakthrough it it, prote- it doesn't protect you any more than your natural
3: antibodies do.
8: yeah. And also it looks like the Biden administration pulled the word mandate because that was left out. Now it's the, the word's required. So just pay attention to that. Required,
12: compel, uh, all that means the same thing. Yeah, say. it does.
8: It does. But because there's video of him saying mandate uh, that, you know, you shouldn't yeah. be mandated, mm-hmm. now they're going to go away from that. Oh, they're, oh I see what you're yeah. saying. They're yeah. trying yeah. to take So, they, so there yeah. won't be a contradiction. Right. Yeah, I got, I
5: got
11: <clears throat> oh, the games we play. Tennessee, Will, go ahead, buddy.
5: Hey you guys, Green Acres Monkey Grass.
11: Thank you.
10: <laughs>
11: What's on your mind, buddy? Hey man, what about us guys that never get sick? I work in one of the most high risk fields possible and
6: now you know, none of us have gotten sick.
11: But like uh, what I mean what do you mean? You you where do you where <laughs> I, do you work? I handle mail every day. Yeah, well I handle I, mail every day.
12: Yeah, well there was a rumor that the postal workers would be exempt from this, about six hundred and fifty thousand but uh, upon further review, that is not correct. Yeah, well,
11: if you look into it, it's still it's still it, it, you can't say they're exempt. You're right, but right. you can't really say that they're going to get mandated either. It's kind of that. It's kind of unknown. It's,
12: so you shouldn't say they're exempt. You're right on that. Uh, Here is the quote. It, but, but it's okay. a it's a
11: little bit. It's here's a, it, the quote.
12: it a little bit of make of it what you want to. The White House now says that UPS workers. Okay, United States Postal Service workers are part of the federal vaccine mandate order under OSHA jurisdiction. Oh, that's though technically not under the executive order. You see what I'm saying there? There's that right. little bit of gray.
8: And now go to the last pe- last sentence Just of the a little story. Bit last bit page. Of gray Flip right all there. the way to hey, the. Hey, by end. the way, trying
11: to play an OSHA case on this is a stretch. <laughs> I know. I mean, a stretch.
8: Yes.
12: That OSHA Keep thing won't going. ever stand up in the Supreme Court. It won't stand going. up. There it is. Okay. The the Postal Service operates outside the executive branch, so it is not subject to presidential orders applying to government employees unless specifically named in the order according to the Washington Post. See the gray? So I don't know what that means. You see the gray here? Uh, it, it's it, the, OSHA, they do fall under. They don't fall under the president. They'll never get the
11: OSHA case. Never. <laughs>
12: this is such a stretch trying to use OSHA on this. Stretch. Well, I, I mean, well, what is, I, it's stretch Armstrong. Have you seen Have you I, seen how I, OSHA has stretched?
11: <laughs> I mean, stretch. stretch. Yeah, but the Supreme Court, I do I know John Roberts will be for it, but they'll still lose. You can't
12: can't use a paper towel without a a page glued to the wall telling you what's in it. Stretch Armstrong. Stretch.
11: (laughs) We'll be back. Uh, We'll continue uh, with your phone calls, and we'll continue to to
12: move forward. I want to hear from some of the doctors. Did you get a letter yesterday?
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba,
2: Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: I can't start another. Rick and
11: Bubba. All right, 21 Rick minutes Bubba. past the hour of the Rick and, Rick and Bubba show. Him, We're back. 866, we be bigger. Obviously we've talked about the Mandate that is now called what, Speedy? Because uh, we're, we're changing the word mandate to what?
8: Yeah, to uh, requirement. requirement. Okay.
11: Yeah. I love it's our compelling gu- requirement. Don't you? Don't you love how much fun we have with words? Oh, yeah. How obsessed with words oh, we are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you're on video saying that you will not mandate a vaccine, and now you are, you probably want to come up with a different word. Yeah. So I understand yeah.
12: that. Uh, but anyway, Rick Biden lied and people died. <laughs> Biden lied.
11: <laughs> uh, we don't. Um, yeah.
12: Y'all, I, y'all, it, y'all started it, all this.
11: But wouldn't it be funny if, if Trump tried this just to watch the, the left talk, you know, the way they did talk about when they thought he was going to win, <laughs> uh, when they said that they wouldn't uh, be, they wouldn't take any vaccine, that he rushed to market. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so this, by the way, just know Kamala this. Kamala Harris just was know, the
12: first one I heard say it.
11: Just know this out there. Make wise decisions. Really concentrate. You know, do your research. Talk to your doctor before they tell him they're going to take his or her license. And, uh, and and just while they're
12: still in business. But
11: you just need to know all this other circus you're seeing is political. It's not medical, it's mm-hmm. not scientific, it's all political. So just know that. And then go out there and try to, you know, see if you cannot listen to all the noise and do the best that you can. And I think the states, I know our state is already moving to say, Yeah, no, no. That, that yeah, our that,
12: governor has already yeah, said yeah, uh, here uh, for her, basically yeah, yeah said, Look Appreciate you there, Mr. President, but we've already made a decision here. It's not the government's choice to be in this. So. I think
9: she called it an outrageous overreach. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
12: And I agree with our
11: governor. Now our governor shouldn't have got mad and at the people who hadn't got a vaccine you know she did that too. But I like that she's she seems to say, It bothers me, I don't like it, but the government
12: can't do this. So yeah. so I can we can agree on that. I can I can we have common ground. We had we, we do on that. So so anyway, maybe she'll uh, call the show today. I know she listens regularly. We
11: don't, uh, Bubba. We don't have anybody. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this one because works in the medical field. But the doctors are laying low today. I think. I think they're like, oh boy, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, right, look, call anonymously. Yeah. We're not gonna give yeah. your name. But either. here's Kelly. Kelly, go ahead.
4: Um, yeah, my daughter and I both work in the medical field. We work for the same company. I'm 52. She's 24. Um, I have been vaccinated. She has not. And I respect her decision not to do that. I I see her worried. But from what we understand, the company, the employer, can't make her get the vaccine, but they can force her to get tested every week. And she has to have a negative test every week. That's right. Which again is fine, but they said they could put the cost back on her.
11: Yeah, that they're, they're, yeah. remember the the government is masterful at this, or any tyrannical force is masterful in this. If you catch us where we can't quite do what we want to do, we'll try to make your life so miserable right. that you'll just give in to us. And, and they've been saying that on exactly. TV for weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you say the cost of the test will be back on the person who has to be tested?
4: They could put it back on the person being tested because they have to be tested every week. And yeah. so the employer's not going to pay that. If you're not going to get vaccinated, here's what we're going to make you do. Yeah,
12: yeah. I, I think that... But I think what is the cost of it. the test? Uh, because, I mean, when we've got it, it's been covered under, uh, you know, insurance, or they were doing them for free for a long time. Uh, w- what is the cost of a test?
4: Um, she has been tested. She actually had COVID, and... Um, when she was tested, it, yes, it was covered under our insurance. But I don't know how insurance will cover. So you don't remember the cost Every single week.
12: You don't yeah, remember? Yeah, th- yeah this might be, be a different yeah. deal. I'm yeah, sure I the insurance companies will be trying to wiggle out of that one. Oh, you can count on it. <laughs> Joe in Alabama,
11: you know what they'll say? But yeah, you wouldn't have to be tested, even though mm-hmm. don't you still have to test vaccinated people without since, insurance? Since they can get a breakthrough, yes, you're, you're looking do. at
9: about 100 to 200 uh, without without insurance. Without insurance.
11: Okay, yeah. but wait a minute. But this doesn't make sense because vaccinated people can catch it and pass it, too.
12: <laughs> so we don't right. test
11: them? Anyway, all right. So that to that it, was right? That Try is what they it.
12: said to require people to wear masks again. They said people who've been vaccinated can right. give it to people and transmit it. Can catch it and it, get it. It's almost like, it. the, you know how Eddie Haskell used to lie and it would catch up yeah, with him? You yeah. can't right. lie on all sides because you start contradicting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if it, you just go with the truth, it's a lot easier. Or the great, hey, we're not sure. Uh <laughs> Joe in Alabama. Joe, go ahead, buddy.
11: What's
7: going on, fellas? Fired Tell up, fired up it. ready. I heard that. Listen here. Uh my personal physician who I've been seeing since I was fifteen, I'm forty two now, uh, told me when I asked him about the vaccine absolutely under no circumstances should I get it or anybody else get it because of all the negative side effects. Here's <laughs> the fun part, because I'm a reservist in the military.
12: I have to get it. And I, I bet that feels good. I'll good be place to be, with you fellas, I'm
10: not.
12: I'm not too happy about that. Well, you know, and your doctor is going to be prosecuted yeah. by yeah, the certification board. I wonder if your doctor yeah, got. got I, I, I wonder if your doctor got his
11: letter yesterday. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, he's really violated. No, yeah, by, by yeah, saying not I only do I not <laughs> think you you, sh- you should be forced to get it, or that I don't think you should get it. He may really, be.
9: He may be in a cell next to Bill O'Reilly <laughs> for this. I mean, you know.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Good that's call good.
10: Good
12: that's
11: call good. So, buddy, I'm sorry, but, you know, the military, that's a different game. I mean, you're, yeah. you know, they, the military has the right to make you do all kinds of things.
12: Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, and mm. you, you kind of mm-hmm. give up
11: some of those rights when you go into the military.
12: Uh, How much longer you got? <laughs> yeah,
11: right. Uh, you probably won't renew. See, that's going to hurt that. You're, you're going to have people say, well, I was going to get the military, but I, I don't want to get the military it, and then be forced and to And if you down.
12: think the hospital bed situation's bad now, just wait. Just wait.
11: Uh, Let's go to Angie in Gadsden, Z93. Angie, go ahead.
13: Hey, guys. This is a question for Adler. I know that he got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and I did back in March. I was wondering if he had his antibodies tested and see where he's at. Um, I think I'm going to do that today just to kind of see where I'm at. It makes me a little nervous. I'm hearing people that have had Johnson & Johnson. They go get their antibodies tested, and they have none. So, uh, I have not
8: heard about that.
13: I, didn't know. I, I have not
8: had mine tested. Um, I have not heard about that. Uh, I got that Johnson & Johnson as a, uh, a precautionary measure about a month out from uh, hanging out with my grandparents and uh, it was just a risk that I was willing to take uh, as far
12: as wanting to be able to hang with my grandparents. Um, I, I will not be getting boosters or anything like that. I don't think I'm, I'm done with this, guys. I'm just done. Okay, Angie, did you have any adverse side effects to your vaccination?
13: I have none. I had a sore arm. That was it. Um, and I'm really gonna have to weigh it out. If I have, yeah. if I don't have antibodies, I'm gonna have to really think about this next vaccine.
12: A- Angie, too. Why did you choose J and J? Any, I mean, this is. There's not a right and wrong answer. We're just curious.
13: Well, at the time they were giving out the vaccine, there was Moderna. Right. And you had to kind of be a teacher or a, a healthcare worker. And I really didn't know which one to do. But I just prayed about it, and I put my name on several lists. And when my lit name came up, Johnson & Johnson was the one I got.
11: Yeah, I mean, I, I would have been drawn to it for the one-shot thing alone and the fact that it's kind of an old-school way we've done viruses. Right. Uh, yes. Or done vaccines, I'm sorry. But... um so I would have been drawn to that, too, I think, if I had not have antibodies. But Johnson & Johnson, you can't really get anybody to talk about that vaccine right now. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take more Aaron, of your phone, hang calls, on. Uh,
1: hang phone on calls after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11: 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Hey, if you are a music connoisseur, you're going to enjoy the conversation with Damon Johnson this weekend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bubba and I could have talked to him for three hours. (laughs) So, uh, well, uh, Damon Johnson, our guest...
12: If you love music at all, Rick, oh. Damon has played with. I mean, Everybody. it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, he's I and mean, come on. his stories and his experiences with this was amazing. Yeah, he's played with Van Halen, Aerosmith, Robert Plant, Steven Tyler, Sammy Hagar,
11: John Waite, Alice Cooper, Thin Lizzy, Black Star Riders. He's, he's been had been in his own bands, Brother Kane, uh, of course, uh, Whiskey Falls, uh, other projects. He's got a new one right now called Damon Johnson and the Get Ready. And, boy, they got a great album. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, he'll be playing with them in Gadsden where it all began. There's a festival coming up on October the 29th, uh, and Damon Johnson and the Get Ready will be there. It's it's called Riverfest. At River Rocks, Gadsden, Alabama, October 29th. So, and
12: Rick, he's got a new song out that I really like. Oh, but it's good. It's a jammer.
11: It's a jammer. Yep. And and also we owned him when we claimed that a famous producer had produced one of Bubba's <laughs> acts. He, he goes down hard on that one, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got an ER doctor on here, uh, and uh, so we'll we'll talk to this anonymous doctor. Uh, so g- weigh in. Go go ahead, sir. Oh, I, I
0: was what I heard said Oh my God! What you want to
12: talk about? Uh, you broke up, Aaron. Say say that one more time. I'm sorry.
0: I was I was just saying that you had said none of the doctors are calling in this morning. I'll talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, I will say you know I'm I'm definitely against mandating uh, everybody to do so. But w- what's the question,
12: uh, Aaron? I guess because I had uh, I, I I got a letter from a doctor and and a couple of other doctors had verified. Did you get a letter from your certification board about mandating or about your choices not to tell everybody to get a vaccination
0: so i have not uh yet i'm on or i'm under a different uh college of medicine that, or under a different board in internal medicine family medicine okay uh in emergency medicine we have our own boarding uh system and uh, okay. i have not received anything yet i very well may open up my mailbox today i have it but i have not yet
12: okay uh Fair enough. So, That's kind of what we were curious, just to see how widespread it was and, and how that was being taken by everybody. Well, you you have made it clear that you are not
11: for some government mandate of the vaccine, correct? Correct. Yeah, and, and we know the vaccine, certainly so far so good with it and, and, and
12: overwhelming majority of the cases. But you would recommend it, though, if someone had not had it, though, right? Oh, I'm a
0: huge proponent of the vaccine. I think it is saving – thousands and thousands of lives, I think, even though it's not as effective at preventing uh, getting COVID now with the Delta variant, it is still, and this is all my anecdotal. I know you love that yeah. word, Bubba. This is my anecdote. <laughs> it's anecdotal.
12: You, know, you know, Fauci taught us that. I, I never used that word wow. before the Fauci. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, this is just my, in my experience, the people that are coming in that have gotten the vaccine, even if they are positive, they're going home.
12: They're having a, a less difficult yeah. time, yeah. but
11: but we did get in all fairness. Now again, it's anecdotal too, but we did get a. I mean, they sent us the actual. Here's what our uh, hospital mm-hmm. looks like, and in their case, uh, when it came to the ICU, and and again, this was we're only talking about you know less than a dozen patients that in their ICU there were vaccinated patients in there. And when on the vent, there were actually one more vaccinated patient than there was unvaccinated. But that was just one. I don't doubt
3: that at all. I'm just
0: off of what I've seen. They're doing a lot better if they are vaccinated.
11: And I totally agree with that. But But I also believe from the things I'm seeing from medical doctors and scientists, even those that are all for the vaccine, they're not anti the vaccine, nothing like that. But they are saying we must stop acting like, the natural antibodies do not also protect people because they do. Yeah, where are you on the natural
12: antibodies?
0: Not, I mean, so it's like I always say, we get – it's not studied enough. Let's be honest. I mean, it's not. I, I, I have no reason to think that, you know, and I could be wrong, obviously. All of us could be wrong. I think if you've gotten it, I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be protective or even – as good or even better than the vaccine i have no well just the I way that no, yeah you know, the, the way the body AIDS
11: works like, yeah because isn't that what we're trying to do with the vaccine someone who doesn't have any antibodies we're trying to give them antibodies or make them produce sure. make them produce yeah. antibodies
0: absolutely
11: so if my body has produced them naturally isn't that what we're trying to do with the vaccine
0: yeah uh but i the, the, and i don't i mean obviously i don't like i said i don't have the hard data on that sure. my, well, my question is with our testing and everything we, yeah. we aren't Testing necessarily the correct, and I know y'all have tossed it around the T cell antibodies to right. really know how much your right. body is actually fighting. Right. So, and I, y'all may or may not agree on all this. If you've had it, I still think within you know some reasonable amount of time, sure. I think it's very reasonable to get a vaccine on top of that because your immune system is going to fade, just like if you just had the shot, it's sure. going to fade eventually. Right. Like, well, I think right. what people
11: are afraid of. Uh, and and I'm I'm not for fear because fear is when people start panicking, but I think what people are concerned about, that's probably a better deal, is that this type of virus, which I think we all can stop all the pretending uh, that it was not part of of gain-of-function and it did not get out of the the lab, I I think more and more we're all starting to at least be open to that's likely happened because of the behavior of it as well, but that we're going to get into this never-ending cycle of booster after booster after booster after booster and is, is is it ever going to end are we constantly going to have to be taking yeah. something else is another variant another variant another variant and and i think that's what people are concerned about which i hope with with that concern i hope we will do more research on t cells because we do know we're seeing t cells in some people we don't know what to what degree, so we really need to research that because if if there is uh, some herd immunity working <clears throat> alongside the vaccine, we don't need to ignore that because that could actually be good news.
0: Yeah, I mean, I again, I don't know. I, you said it. This is way more politicized right. than anything. So That's sad. you know, if they can give me some data about the booster shots being effective, I'm all for it. Um, honestly, when they open up for a booster shot, I will probably get it, and that is mainly. For me, protecting the patients that I'm coming in contact with
12: every day. Yeah, Aaron, you know? I was going to ask um, you what which vaccine you had.
0: Uh, I had Pfizer back in February.
12: Okay, uh, the the other thing, do you are, are we correct in what we're hearing that we're we're not going to be able to vaccinate away this particular disease because of the animal reservoir? Is that correct?
0: that's beyond me i don't know all you know i'm not a virologist i'm not a specialist in that area at all um if it acts like you know most viruses do that spread this quickly and and mutate I, i you know my opinion i wouldn't think we would be able to vaccinate this into oblivion um it's much less stable than you know the viruses that we do eat all the childhood viruses that we yeah. vaccinate yeah, for sure. probably more similar to the flu virus. You know, we have to get right, a vaccine yeah. every year because it changes. Right. So I don't see this going away. I mean, this is going to be, we're going to be stuck with COVID, but hopefully we get better and better as we already have. There's no doubt we've already yes. got much better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And treatments. Absolutely. Aaron,
12: let, let me ask you this because I, I want to be sure I understand this. W- what is the difference in the childhood viruses, the the polio and, and all of that versus the flu, and COVID. You said there was a distinction, and I didn't fully understand that.
0: Well, those viruses, they are, and again, I'm not a virologist. This yeah, is a simple emergency room, doctor. I take care of gunshot wounds, and heart attacks. Uh,
12: <laughs> this is, it's good to you know, know
0: you, Eric. You know what? I thought I recognized your <laughs> yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah, haven't I seen you before? <laughs> uh, those are more stable viruses, as far as, I'm, as, far as everything I would know. Uh, they don't mutate a lot, so you can... Um, you can adequately uh, vaccinate a big enough, you can get to the uh, herd immunity on them. And with, if they're not mutating every year, uh, then it's, you know, you can get a handle on it. Yeah. Whereas these, the coronavirus, influenza, um, rhinoviruses, adenoviruses, they, they mutate a lot more quickly and there's no way to really get a handle on it. Yeah,
11: and, and so it is true what I've heard, and you're right. And I know you're not a virologist. I'm not saying that, but the virologists are saying this thing is not acting uh, the the way we would like for it to act, which means it does seem to it's be a moving target. Of, it kind of seems to be a, a kind of an advanced uh, virus, and that goes back to some of the concern that it may have been part of gain of function. We don't know that, but we certainly, as I, I now, we're kind of getting real basic about it. It came from the area where this laboratory is located. And it literally has it on the sign. <laughs> uh, so, um, hey, Aaron, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks, man. We, we appreciate Absolutely. you calling.
12: Thank you, buddy. Really glad, glad to know glad you're you. on the front line. Let me tell you something. You folks that do you're the, a great American.
11: You, you, all of you there that do the ER stuff, man. We're so thankful Woo. for y'all. We really are. i mean, have a good one. you got to be called to that. Yeah, yeah, Thank you, Eric. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Dr. Eric. We will uh, play our 9-11 tribute tomorrow, 20 years ago. Uh, America was attacked, and we'll let you hear what it sounded like on this show. Rick and Bubba,
1: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's
2: in the Rick and
1: Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba brings me to my knees we're back
11: uh 10 minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show it was 20 years ago tomorrow uh, that we were here on this program uh, at this exact time uh and all of the things that we now know as the attack on america on 9-11 begin to unfold right here on the show and here is a compilation of those moments
3: Once seemed unthinkable, has happened.
5: The World Trade Center is on fire.
3: To grasp the enormity of it is almost too much for the heart to bear. It's really on fire. September 11th Huge Thousands of people in
10: the It building.
11: is a date
3: that will be etched in history. Plains engraved in stones. And in our memories.
11: Look at so all the fire. The
3: day of the attack on America.
10: I am
2: so high, I can hear ever.
7: Oh, my oh my god. Another plane. Another plane
10: hit. We are under attack.
11: Are we under attack? Yes. Another plane just hit it.
10: Oh my God.
5: This looks like it is some sort of a concerted yeah. effort to attack the World Trade Center that is underway. Watch we knew it was coming. Here they are.
2: Oh, my God!
11: Did y'all see that?
2: Me love
12: that was like a 737-looking plane, wasn't it? It hit the other one.
10: It hit
12: the other be? It hit the other With one. Look, here it is in slow motion. Oh,
10: this is a uh, well,
12: We're under a terrorist attack.
11: We're
10: the military. That save us. I'm not stand here
11: away. Terrorists took over planes and forced them to
12: crash in. Hold on to the
10: of the Watch
12: Something bizarre was going on in New York. Yeah, we had lunch in the top of that building. Can you
11: believe that? Yeah, I believe it.
13: Plane was possibly hijacked and flown right in.
11: Other countries live with this kind of stuff, you know, uh, on a weekly basis. We're not used to this kind of stuff happening right here on the soil of some kind of bizarre attack. Now
2: that the world
12: Both World Trade Center Towers have had kamikaze piling attacks this morning. 18 minutes between the two planes.
4: The plane has now slammed into the Pentagon.
12: Look at that. Y'all, the building has just fallen on New York City. The The whole building just collapsed. Look at that. The Pentagon is on fire.
10: We need to be uh, hitting our
11: knees. God is in charge, and He is the one and only living God. It is time to hit a knee.
2: This is the air
11: I uh, and it was time to pray for His intervention and pray for His mercy.
2: This is the air I
11: and for His protection of this country uh, and the people in it.
12: course, things happen that we wonder what they're about. It looks like it is snowing in New York City right now on the ground. It is white dust everywhere.
4: This isn't my it was just a spray of bodies falling everywhere. Very People are weeping coming out of their...
8: Say a prayer as Rick and Bubble on.
11: That's the second tower,
10: y'all. Yeah.
11: Is that the second tower yeah. just felt? Yeah, that's the second one. Now yeah. both towers have have a yeah.
14: My
12: god.
9: There are no World Trade Towers in New York.
4: Plane crash 80 miles southeast of Pittsburgh.
12: You think the pilot said, no, I'm not going any further? This is it. It Could be a hero uh, who said
11: no. everybody at, at churches all across this listening audience, I know that people of faith are joining hands right now because um, you believe that we are a nation that was uh, blessed greatly uh, by God, and uh, and we need to pray for his
12: intervention here.
4: We are now learning that the FAA has, is shutting down all takeoffs anywhere in the country.
12: We're reliving December 7th, 1941. This is a major attack against the United States of America by multiple operatives co- and attacking multiple targets, all in a synchronized and very organized way.
2: I, for you. If you
11: are in the military, did you ever think, if you're these pilots, that where you would be circling over the rubble would be New York City? And
8: It's amazing to see America come as a united one.
2: I lost without you.
11: Does that make you sick to see it, that shot right there? And that's America. Does that, does that upset you? It really
12: does.
2: I lost without you.
12: What he is standing is under a cloud of debris. Boy, um, it's disturbing.
2: I lost without you, Father.
12: Now, there are
11: people out there that feel like we are evil.
2: with and
11: that we are their Satan uh, and and that's the way they look at this country and they look at every one of us as being a uh, disposable
2: this is the air I, breathe.
11: Uh, I would never ever say that we shouldn't pray in a situation like this oh I know
2: this is the
11: If the people who are responsible for this, whoever they may be, uh, if they had nuclear capabilities... uh,
12: They would have used them today. They would have used
11: them on September the 11th today against America.
0: May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Thank you very much.
11: So uh, there it was. Uh, Very well done. Uh, Speedy put the audio of that together. Adler uh, has worked and masterfully put together Video that seemed to go along uh, with things that we were able to hear get later uh, of the things we're actually saying. Good job by both of them, and um, so that uh, that is what was happening. Kind of a montage, live only air twenty years ago tomorrow. And I can't tell you how many people that I've met over the years that that remember being in their automobile or at home and were listening to the show as it was unfolding, and um, so the uh, the timeline. Uh, just started um, at the beginning of this segment 20 years ago tomorrow and then continued all the way to uh, about 30 minutes left in the live show that day. So uh, we'll come back. Uh, we got another hour coming up. We can uh, let you reflect on 9-11 with the 20-year
1: anniversary tomorrow uh, when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
12: But the times I've called your name some
1: broken night, and you showed up and patched me up like you do every time I get in. You're listening to
5: the radio revolution. Rick, there ain't no way you ever let
11: me down. Good God, almighty. Six minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it is another hour of Rick and Bubble. Thanks for being with us. 20 years ago tomorrow, uh, the attack on 9-11. Uh, we played back a uh, compilation, audio and, and video of uh, what was happening on the air with this show 20 years ago tomorrow. Uh, that'll be available to you if you missed it uh, live, available or want to share it. We'll have it out on all of our social media platforms, and it will be in our audio archives today, uh, as, as the show is every day. Uh, the, the, the YouTube archive, it might get delayed a little bit uh, because of uh, the archive of the whole show. Uh, because of some of the music in it, but I, I don't think it'll be like canceled or anything like that. But it may not be up as available to you as quick as it usually is. But it should be okay. So so there's your two that's options. That's how they get you. Rick. That's how they get you. So there's that's your, how they get you. There's your two options uh, to catch it on your own time. Uh, and uh, you can you can grab that. So Bubba, it um it was an unforgettable day. There's no <clears throat> doubt about that. No, it was.
12: And it wasn't here. You know, on the show we were live on the air uh, as it was happening and you know we'd never witnessed anything like that in our life i mean we no. uh, we had uh, heard from our parents about uh, you know what uh, you know, the attack on pearl harbor was like and and also the assassination of jfk how that was shocking to everybody and i think really in our time the two i can relate to is 911 and when challenger exploded mm-hmm. you know kind of had the same mm-hmm. uh, feel to it so but we were on we ended up staying on till uh after lunch uh, and it the you know it was just it was incredible i mean and at one time you know i've and I've said this a hundred times, you know we thought we had a we were going to be under a hundred plane attack and oh yeah uh the possibility of you know eighteen wheelers loaded with fuel smashing into bridges i mean we you know you, you didn't know because. They just kept coming. It seemed like about every thirty minutes, we another something was spotted. You know, so we'll never know where Flight ninety three was going. Many think it was either the Capitol
11: or the White House, based on the Pentagon attack and the towers. Yep. But you just hit it, Bubba. The thing that I recall, as far as the most of uncertainty, was as Bubba said, it's a whole different feeling when a war has been brought to this country. Yeah. We're not off somewhere fighting. We keep getting updates on it. We're going about our day and still hit our meeting three. You know, how's it going over in so and so? No, we thought to ourselves, we are citizens living in a country that's now under attack, and the enemy is here. They got here. They've yeah. infiltrated. They're among us, and we don't know what they're going to do next. I can tell you that feeling, as you said, Bubba, that's a feeling that we had not experienced, nor had any American in a very, very long time. And the the fact as far as the 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 lower forty eight, mm, right. Other than the Civil War,
12: yeah, that'd be a never, right? Before then, yeah. I mean, you have to go back really to, to like you said, Civil War or the Revolutionary yes. War for any battles to be fought on our soil, and uh, it was a wake up call because we were caught so flat footed. Oh yeah, uh, we were not ready for it. Uh, we, it, it we, we it didn't fit. We ignored warnings. It didn't fit our defense profile. Uh, you know, you go back and you draw, you can connect the dots after the fact. Uh, you know, when people are taking flying lessons, but they, they, they keep skipping the lesson on landing, Yeah, uh, that should be, uh, you know, or yeah, they tell you, about or they tell you up front, I ain't worried about landing. Just teach me how to take off. That's you go, yeah, eh, I should have run down right? here in
11: my notes, make
12: a little but, initial that, but it was just so, yes, it, I don't know. We had a lot of uh, demand for pilots who just fly and take off. Yeah, and don't it, land. it was just so foreign to. The thought process, you know, because we had hijackings, and it was always just give them what they want, get the people off, and then we'll deal with them on the back end, you know, get get the people safe. So this uh, this kamikaze thing was a throwback to you know World War II and yeah. the, and the uh, the Japanese, uh, the Empire of the Rising Sun, and we just hadn't seen it, and it was just, <laughs> I mean, I don't know of anybody who said, yeah, that's a great idea. We, uh, you know, it just. I'm sure people had wrote about it and and uh, thought about the possibilities, but it, you know I, it was so foreign to me, and it was happening, and then uh, you know unwinding. We had young kids. I mean, I, I remember calling Betty in one of the breaks. I said, "I don't know where you are, but get our kids, get home, lock the door, and don't unlock it till I get there." You yeah. know, because we didn't know, we no. didn't know what was going on.
11: No, it was it was a very helpless uh, feeling because you didn't know what was going to happen next, uh, and and that that elevation. I remember the elevation <clears throat> of Tower one, which we all thought was just some pilot that lost his way in a small yeah. plane.
10: Yeah.
11: Then pilot then then you see that second plane. We all experienced that live. And we saw it. We, we saw, saw how big it was when it hit. Well that yeah. was a big one. And then when you heard the Pentagon. Yeah. When and I thought, well, it's man, they come they it's drop, on now. They're dropping yep. out yep. everywhere. Yep. And uh, it was uh, it was a very uncomfortable feeling. Uh to the phones we go. Uh Dalton's in Montgomery, I ninety two, W L W I Dalton, go ahead.
0: Hey guys, I just wanted to say, you know, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the the audio and the clips y'all just played. Uh, I was in second grade when it happened, and I remember, you know, essentially us doing what we do normally during like a an intruder drill. They turned the lights off, and you know, they did turn the TV on with no audio, and we watched it. But it's really concerning that, you know, I, I just hope people my age, you know, not not to not to be cliche, but they never forget what happened because it seems like today with what Biden's doing, I mean, it's just, it's, it's you know, it's just disturbing.
11: Well, right. we, we can uh, say for 20 years, uh, there are enemies, which I'm sure, especially after we killed bin Laden, I just don't think that they said, Hey, we're kind of done with attacking America. So I do believe the war that we, that we engaged <clears throat> in and the 20 years that we went on offense, you can't say anything other than it worked because we have not had another attack. But when you think about right now, we have all these people jumping on planes out of Afghanistan, and only 7% of them, we know who they are and why we wanted them out. The, the other 93, we don't know who they
12: are or what their deal is. And we're trying to vet them, yeah. and there's an effort to vet them, but we had a report that one of the holding places, I think it was in Virginia, where they were taking Uber Uber rides out of there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, and and you know, who knows? What, yeah, if you, if I was a terrorist, I would slip somebody in on the people getting out. That well, would be a, a pretty smart move. You and know, you know what? Part. We gotta figure out where they are so we can mandate a vaccine. That's right. That's
11: right. Uh Matt's in Tuscaloosa, Matt. Were the
12: Afghanis vaccinated? Is right now? Probably not.
11: Matt, go ahead. Hey guys,
12: uh Lucky Gas
11: and Green Acre. Thanks for the call. What's on your mind?
4: Um, Rick, I,
6: I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, I feel like after 9-11, uh, our churches were fuller than they've ever been. True. And um, it seems like the vast majority of our churches dropped the ball on the issue of, um, you know, spreading the gospel and, and taking, um, taking uh, control of the situation and, and, and using that as a springboard. So uh, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on how the church fumbled
11: it. Well, I don't know that I agree with that. I, I don't. Um, you you have to understand at the end of it all, you can't make people repent, submit to the authority of Christ, and continue to abide in Him and and leave spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. You know, you can provide all kinds of opportunities for people to do that. And you can preach with sweat rolling down your face, the truth of the word of God, but it's really up to individuals whether they respond to that or not. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, th- do I think that there's some things that the, the Western church could improve on? Sure. It's, it's run by, you know, flawed people. But when it comes to this, I, from just from my own experience, I don't know that the gospel could have been preached any clearer. Uh, during this time, but that doesn't mean you know you can say. And I tell you what, if you've been redeemed today and, and you publicly um, you know acknowledge that before men, and you're baptized, and now you're on your way. And here's the small group Bible studies we have. Here's the opportunities we have. Here's where we're teaching the Bible. Here's where you can grow. And the person just says, "Eh, um, you know, it's the church. The church isn't closed. the The Bible studies aren't closed." Uh, there's there's great Bible studies available in this country if you'll just make the effort to get involved in them. So I still think the responsibility ultimately uh, will will land as it does with all of us on
9: you and me as individuals. What 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 are we going to do? Matter of fact, I would even argue that you have more access today because of technology than we had 20 years ago.
11: Yeah, no doubt.
9: Um, so um, you know, it's it, there for the
11: taking. It is, and uh, and, and I, I don't know that... Um, I, I didn't really see the, the church, when you say the church, universal, fumble that, really. I, I think that's just more on people. Yeah, And if you look at scripture, it seems to always be that way. It, it, it seems to be a remnant. It's never really a long-standing, big-time, macro movement. We'll be back.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
14: This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be.
11: Twenty-two minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba Show will take more of your phone calls. Uh, and uh, lines are available. Uh, so, uh, so I will say this. Uh, and the guy asked about the, the church's response um, on nine eleven. I really, I mean, my experience was was not anything that I thought was. Not done well now. If you want to talk about the state of the Western Church right now and the preparation of of the Church for what is coming, now now that that there's there's a there's a lot of problems out there right now. Uh, f- hey, now more than ever, try to find you a Bible believing, Bible preaching church. Uh, if, if if that message looks, you can't tell the difference between that and the TED talk. You find somewhere else.
12: They 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 are not preparing you for what is to come. Rick, let's uh, not be let's not be <laughs> negative on TED talks. But I know I understand
11: <laughs> no, the comparison. No, no. Well, a TED talk yeah, is fine it, as, long as, a it, talk. as long as it's not pretending to right, be a, right. a, a, a you know, a word from God. Uh, <laughs> if it's teaching me how to, you know, make my business function more, you know, learn how to do something that's fine. But um, you know, if you can't tell the difference, uh, if you're sitting there in the pulpit going this could be a TED talk. Uh, now more than ever, because if you're not preparing uh, the congregation for what's to come, does anybody else feel the urgency? at all of of getting right with God. Anybody? Mm -hmm. Uh so uh to uh we continue, let's go to Deborah in Jacksonville. Deborah go
10: ahead.
4: Hey guys, good morning. Hey Um Thank you for taking my call. Uh I just wanted to call and um tell you guys what a beautiful um tribute that that you guys just did. I was just getting off work driving home and was listening had to pull over and have an ugly cry, because um, yeah. it touched me so much. But I remember, I remember they vividly. Um, I was at work and there was some older employees that we had that husbands had were old enough to have been in Vietnam, and I couldn't, I didn't understand what they were dealing with. But so they were all huddled up at the end of the hallway, crying about saying, "Now our sons are going to be going to war," and yeah. I didn't understand at the time, but now you know, looking back, I'm like, they they hit the nail on the head, and we, it's awful that we're still, we're, we're coming out of there now, but, you know, that was a, you know, that was like a premonition, I guess, on their part, to see, they, they'd they been through the, you know, Vietnam, and some yep. of that, they knew what America was in for. Yeah,
11: no, no doubt, and uh, there, there was a lot of that, but the great news is, and this is what you saw some of the good side uh, of our fellow citizens. Uh, there really wasn't a need to start drafting people for it because yep. so many
12: people started volunteering. And there was a ton of people signed up, yep. uh, professional football players, yep. doctors, uh, veterinarians, just all kind of people went. And that's when they entered the military after 9-11.
11: Mike in New Jersey. Mike, go ahead.
12: Hey, guys. How's it going, man? Good, man.
6: Um, I I was, uh, you know, I live right there. I live right across from the towers sure. when that happened. My brother-in-law, my brother-in-law was in the first tower on the seventh floor, but he got out.
11: Praise God for that.
6: Um, it, was, uh, it was wild, because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the terrain up there, but you've got three airports, Newark, Kennedy, and uh, LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. And none of those planes fly over the island of Manhattan, you know, You're for right. obvious reasons. And my wife had called. I'm a trucker. I come down here to Alabama every week. Uh, That's how I got turned on to you guys. And my wife called me up. She goes, uh, I figured it was like a little Cessna or something at Peterborough Airport or something. I ran into it. And sure enough, uh, my brother had called me. My brother was three blocks away working in his office. And the plane screamed right over the top of his office. Wow. And uh, he said, everybody in the office looked at each other like, what the hell was that? Because planes don't fly over Manhattan. right? Let me tell you another thing, too. The next day, I'll never forget it. Hillary Clinton was on the TV there or something. And she said to the world, she goes, listen, we're going after these people. Whatever countries are with us, you're with us. And if you're not, get out of our way. And within one week, one week, it was all the Republicans' fault. It was Bush. They went right back to the same trap. This is going to happen again, guys. This is going to happen again. Well, it's, it's just, look what's going on now with Afghanistan. It's going to happen again. There's no doubt about it.
11: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, right there, I can't imagine what it was like there uh, on that day. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh, it, it will not happen again. But uh, what we were doing to keep it from happening for 20 years seemed to be effective. And we're kind of changing that that plan now. Uh, let's go to Todd. Todd, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead.
7: Hi, uh, Biggin. What's going on this morning? We're good. Hey, I couldn't help but know that I'm going down I-65 right now. And it was almost 20 years to the day because I was with a... And when I talked to y'all that morning, I think I was all like super squirrel stuff, but I was like, hey, I'm headed to my National Guard Armory. You know, my QRF team has been activated. And I talked to y'all a little bit as I had a state trooper escort down to Prattville but uh, it was weird going down the interstate this morning, thinking, you know what? Almost twenty years ago today, I was on the same interstate. Wow! Scared crapless, wondering what in the heck is going on. Talking to y'all guys, and you know, listening. And I'm pretty sure I was talking to y'all that day. I mean, I don't know if y'all can pull it back up, but I'm today I, I call in quite a bit. But um, mm-hmm. man, it was just y'all kind of was a calming effect. I, I know it sounds kind of weird, but. But all the hubbub that was going on, but I because y'all had a very godly tone about y'all. And, you know, as scared as I was, I was like, God's got this. It don't matter what happens. I mean, I mean, it does matter what happens. But, you know, it's all God's got this. So, you know, I'm going to put on my shield of armor and let's get it.
12: Yeah, well,
11: I bet that is odd to be almost in the same spot.
12: I know. Listening I, know today. I know. Yeah, I, th- that, that is, I love hearing from people who were listening that day. And and we were all in that boat together. You know, it was, uh, it's just, it's still surreal in a lot of ways. It is. Craig, uh, Alabama, go ahead. Hey, guys. How y'all
0: doing today?
1: Good, we're Craig. We're
7: Thanks. great. Uh, i tell you, it's still hard to talk about it, but um, I was uh, stationed at Fort Campbell there, and I had flown the night before. I'm a helicopter pilot. And um, I had uh, got up and was uh, looking at the news. And uh, I saw it happen. I said, oh, my God, we got to get in. So I'm, I'm headed in. And back then, you know, there was flip phones. Nobody had these smartphones at the time. So we couldn't look up and see what was happening. And uh, pretty much Fort Campbell had shut, shut down completely. Uh, they they were not letting in. They got 10 gates. Nobody was coming in. So we're out there in basically a parking lot on the road on the
0: interstate waiting to get in if you didn't live on post.
7: And so uh, you guys, uh, you really uh, were listening to you, and uh, you were explaining what was happening. And I tell you, it's like I said, it's still hard to talk about.
11: Yeah, that was... uh, No, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thanks. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. 20 years ago tomorrow, America was attacked. Rick
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11: Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. We'll do one more uh, session f- as far as this hour uh, of phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG, uh, looking back on 9-11 uh, and, uh, and some other topics. But uh, you can bring that up yourself at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Relief Factor has Relief factor is, is, uh, been partnering with the Rick and Bubba Show for years now. I take it every day. Uh, I take it a, a pack in the morning and a pack before I go to bed. If I've got something bothering me, like i you will know, maybe try to do better and didn't really think it through, uh, then I'll take a third pack. Uh, you, it's all natural for botanicals, so it's not something you have to worry about, you know, side effects or you're putting something in your body. I mean, the over-the-counter stuff for pain, It can help in in short term, but they they really are not even suggested to be used as a a daily regimen. That's not what they were designed for. We know the addictive properties with the opioids and the crisis that we've had with that. But anyway, uh, botanicals, uh, that's all natural. And they all, on their own, uh, have some effect on 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 the body's inflammatory response. But all of them together in a little super pack really, really has shown some great, great progress. Uh if you want to try it you can for 19.95 uh you get a 3 week trial pack for 19.95 uh just go to relieffactor.com the reason why we do the 3 weeks is because inside 3 weeks you should know uh whether this is working for you or not uh and for most people it makes an impact marie said she sent us uh, told us that she had been suffering from pain inflammation chronic fatigue uh she listens to the show and she says uh, in Michigan and she said uh when I heard about relief factor Uh, Nothing I tried, it really helped me consistently. Uh, And uh, I was skeptical, uh, but I figured at this point I got nothing to lose. I've tried everything else. And she said, to my surprise, it started working almost immediately. So I just turned 60, and I truly mean it when I say you have given me a new lease on life by going to Relief Factor. I hope it'll work for you, too. I love it. It works for me. ReliefFactor.com. There's also a link at com under the Sponsors button. Rick and Bubba University will be dropping tomorrow. Uh, Damon Johnson, our guest, if you love music, you will love that podcast this weekend. Uh, Let's go to the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Joy is calling out of Missouri. Joy, go ahead.
4: Well, I do remember, I know exactly where I was at 20 years ago. I work at a drug and alcohol treatment center, and we were having a state billing audit. My husband, who's a state fire marshal for the state of Missouri, called and said, you need to go find a TV. He said, a plane just hit the towers. And so I I found a TV and was watching that, and I went and told everybody that was there for the audit. We all stood around that TV and saw the second plane hit, and it was just terrible.
11: Yeah, that, that was a terrible feeling, and we had that happen to us live on the air. I mean, it was a tiny little TV. We were in a studio about as big as the bathroom here. It was a yeah, tiny little studio. Right? Yeah, we were all in there together, yeah, and we, we had
12: were, we, we had one little TV that was about thirteen inches, maybe fourteen inches, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was over to my right, and uh, Prater was on the air with us when it yeah. when it all happened, and yeah. uh, Mickey Dean was in the studio, yeah, yeah. and uh, newsperson Roxanne. Yes, yeah, she was in and out all morning. You tell me, it was uh, it was feathers were flying in the old newsroom. Yes, you know? Leslie Springville, go ahead, Leslie.
4: Hey, guys. Um, I was 18 in, in Lynchburg, Virginia, during uh, the 9-11 attacks. And I'm glad that I'm able to teach my children about that so they don't forget. But in general, Americans don't have the summit for war anymore. We're not willing to do what it takes to actually get rid of an enemy. There are individual Americans who want to fight back, whether it's our local government, our federal government, state government, those types of things, taking away rights. We want to fight against the Taliban in general. But what is actually needed, we don't have the stomach for.
11: No, you're right. I, no, I absolutely agree with 100% that. 100% right. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting because I got this from a friend of mine, and uh, the person who who said it looks like, because uh, I want to credit who the actual quote came from, the actual quote. Uh, and this has
12: been around, but it's a good one.
11: Yeah, it is. I, I had never heard it put this way before. Uh, it's from G. Michael Hope. Hard times create strong men. Strong men then create good times. Good times create weak men, and then weak men create hard times. Uh, And so so, the cycle continues. The the cycle continues. And we're in the the mode right now where um, hopefully these hard times will create strong men that can once again provide good times. But unfortunately, good times create weak men, and then weak men create hard times. Uh, to the phones we go, uh, to Steve in Kentucky. Steve, go ahead. Morning, Biggie. Hey, buddy.
15: I, I was, uh, I'll never forget that day. I was uh, in uh, seventh grade. We are heading to Kentucky Dam for a uh, for a field trip. They wouldn't let us in. So they, they were thinking that uh, they might start hitting power sources next.
10: Yep.
15: And uh, that was the day I, I decided uh, I, I was going to do what I, I could. Obviously, it was a couple of years later. Um, whenever I I joined the military, and uh, anytime I see tributes like like what you guys did, it 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 just still infuriates me, and and makes me want to get back in. Uh, I I can't physically right now because um, I've had my idea exploding, but you know I've had two back surgeries since, but it it still just beats me up. At
1: anytime I see it. Yeah, well
11: thanks for your service to the country and for you being there as a, as a seventh grader and saying, you know, I'm when I when I can join the military, I'm going to, and that being what galvanized you. But you're right, it's our job now, you see this throughout scripture, uh, when God says, I I delivered you from stuff, I am who I am. Look at how many times I've blessed you in that time and in, in those a lot of those verses he's talking about Israel, but we can also think about how many times God has blessed America. And what he is saying is you need to keep passing this along to your children because they're going to go through times that I provided, God saying himself. And if you neglect to tell them that I delivered you from this and I delivered you from that and who I was in this, they're not going to know, and then they're going to turn back and do the same things that brought my wrath the last time. And, And so it is our job to hope that our children don't have to go through things if we'll do the job of telling them, why these things happened and what we did to correct it, most importantly, spiritually. Right. Uh but our country spiritually is sicker than it's ever been. Uh let's uh let's go to And learned a
12: thing as you uh, said
11: earlier. Uh, Anonymous and Jemison Anonymous, go ahead.
12: Good morning guys. How y'all? I'm good, buddy. Go ahead. Hey
15: listen, uh, I was in the Pentagon of uh, nine eleven, two thousand one. 20-year uh, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, I uh, I was visiting some friends. We were in the common area, and when things started to happen, and uh, we were watching TV, and we watched the Twin Towers, and uh, we watched uh, we watched everything that was going on, and all we could hear, and then all hell broke loose. I,
10: I mean, bet it did.
15: Just, right. That, I mean, that's what happened. I mean. Uh, it was full alert, full lockdown. Uh, no one could enter or exit. Uh, you know, uh, the, the plane. Don't know exactly when the plane hit. We couldn't see. We felt the, the you know the vibration yeah. of the plane. I was the total opposite side from where the plane came down. But it was uh, it was one of the most horrifying experiences. I've been in several gun battle and, uh, had been in some bad places in the Marines, but this was an experience that, uh, I, if you weren't there, you can never understand.
11: Yeah, I can, I, I'll, I'm glad I can take your word
12: for it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I had, uh, someone that I went to high school with was actually killed at the Pentagon in that Horace wheel yeah, Fish, I remember known as Fish. Yeah. He was a couple of years older than me, but, uh, I knew his, uh, his brothers and, uh, Kind of shocking because he was a bigger than life guy, that's for sure. Stephanie and Lee, Stephanie, go ahead.
4: Hey guys, how are y'all? Good, great, good. I'm a long time listener since the very beginning of Jackson days. So you. Love you guys. Thanks. Um, I'm calling because I was listening the day that the plane hit the tower on my way to work, and I was about to have birth just like any day now. And when all that happened, it scared me so bad to think about what kind of world was I bringing a child into.
11: So can I ask you this? Are are you a follower of Jesus? I am. So the thing that we think about, because you hear this sometimes from, from, and and this is not an indictment, I just think it's an opportunity to talk about it because I've been through the same process, so we understand it. But, you know, there's a reason that God said for us to be fruitful and multiply, and I think we have forgotten that he wants he wants a woman of God and a man of God to bring a child into the world that is raised up to be another disciple of Christ to change the world and to 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 impact other lives the reason why he wanted his people to be fruitful and multiply is to continue to advance his kingdom in the world so anytime you're in a difficult time and you're with child and and, and you're thinking about man why am I bringing a child in this world? You're bringing a child in this world to raise them up to hopefully be a follower of Jesus where they'll go out and impact lives. Yeah, be a force for good. That, that, that's, that's that's why we do it.
3: Because if, if you're waiting on a
11: perfect time in a fallen creation to have a baby, you ain't never going to have one.
12: It's kind of like you know the generation prior to us. A lot of them had big families because they worked on farms, and they, you know the joke used to be they're growing farm hands. Well, you really are growing soldiers to go out. Yeah, we're supposed to be
11: raising, raising up disciples. Yeah. Uh,
1: top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
5: Hey, everybody, I'm Jason Aldean. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you, Jason. By
11: the way, sorry I panicked everybody. When I said top of the hour, it was not. It's nine minutes to the top. Uh, I was looking at a different segment there. Uh, Hey, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events this weekend, excited. Sherry and I will be uh, going out and speaking. My wife, you can see Sherry in Leeds, Alabama, the home of 1047 WZZK. Ladies' night, Sunday night at First Baptist Church, Leeds. Ladies, go here, Sherry. You'll you'll enjoy that time together. Uh, also, I'll be headed out that same night. Be going down to Mobile, Alabama, be at West Mobile Baptist Church. Excited to be there with uh, Pastor Kevin and the gang. Also, Brian Gunn uh, from Team Band Church will be doing. will be doing the Sunday morning uh, service there at West Mobile too. So you're in for a treat. Uh, looking forward to seeing all the men on Sunday night, and then on uh, Monday night, the thirteenth uh, Legacy Outfitters Fishers of Men Banquet in Waco, Texas. I'll be there on Monday night speaking to those men. On the 16th, I'll be in Fairhope, Alabama, speaking at Man Church, kicking off the men's discipleship strategy there. Boy, we got a busy day with Man Church coming up on the 23rd. I mean, we got a bunch going on on September 23rd. Helmsy's going to be going down to First Baptist Opelika. He'll be speaking down there. Uh, yeah, I'll be speaking, uh, over in, uh, uh, where will I be on the 30 oh, I'm back in Birmingham. 23rd, I'll be at Lakeside Baptist on Acton Road, and then uh, Rich Wingo will be up in Jasper, Alabama. He'll be speaking to a man. They're going to be kicking off the men's discipleship strategy uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm sorry, on the 23rd as well, and that will be in Jasper, Alabama at Northside Baptist Church. So Wingo at Northside, Helmsy in Opelika, and I'll be in Birmingham all on the 23rd doing Man Churches. So find all that at rickandbubba.com under Upcoming Events, or if you want to find out where Man Churches are being held with any of our speakers uh, other than uh, the guys here on the show, then go to themanchurch.com, click on Events, and you'll see it there. Uh, Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get O'Reilly Auto Parts, Better Parts, Better Prices, every day sorry about that had a little granola get there in the old crawl Uh, i know what everybody thinks we're about to show is santa claus throwing out the first pitch uh because john daly has turned itself into santa claus i mean i didn't realize how much he looks like santa claus but he really really looks like santa claus so tell me the background on this pitch you said it's an interesting
12: story well you know we love first pitches oh love uh, them. i'm glad we can take a break from all the heavy today to look at some fun and uh and Daly, you'll hear in this clip, he's telling the catcher, I'm gonna throw this ball as hard as I can. He's trying to throw it up oh, in the there, stands.
11: Yeah, we're gonna throw and, it. And
12: and he hits the top of the net. You'll see it, but is, he is, he tries.
11: Is he trying to throw it into the crowd? Yes. Okay. All right.
12: So so he, he we're yeah. gonna throw it as far as we can, brother.
10: Here we go.
7: Ah, I didn't get it over. Oh man. <laughs>
11: <laughs> I, I better be careful because it's Daily. Now, oh ho oh, oh. ho! <laughs> should I not? Yeah, well, you know, with Daily. I didn't know what you kind gotta of. Gotta give it to a fan. Alright, he throws it up in. Did he get it over that time? Yeah. Okay. Good. So he his whole intention was to throw it over yeah. the backstop. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. So Daly has really, really turned in to Santa Claus. I yeah, mean, I, he, I mean, has uh,
12: he made a deal with Tim Allen? Is he up next? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's funny.
11: So, uh, so anyway. So, Do you think he did that just because he didn't want to be judged on how he was yes. going to throw it? Yes.
12: <laughs> We've all done well, that. Well, I'm sure he could throw it he, pretty good. If to he took it, it, it
11: seriously, he'd have to throw it good, and to, if he
12: didn't, he'd feel bad. Right. To throw it that far, he had to have a pretty good arm, you know.
11: No, there, there's no doubt about that. that so. was,
12: uh, and uh, also in the world of sports, but uh, with some 9-11 reflection today, did you see there's uh, several college teams going to have a special 9-11 uniform this weekend? Really? Yeah. I, no, I have Including not Including the Florida Gators, which are going to be red, white, and blue. UAB's going to have, I don't know if it's just the helmet, but it's got on the side the
11: stars and stripes somehow. The and, dragon's made out in the stars and stripes. Really? Yeah.
12: And Rutgers, which is right there. How did you uh, know that? I close, saw it on the news. Close <laughs> by to that, or one of the closer schools. They have a, a total <clears throat> uniform made out to that, and they're all, I think they have a, a number 37, all of them on their – Jersey somewhere because of thirty-seven alumnus that were killed that's when the right, Towers came it. down. Wow! So, yeah. Oh, look at that helmet. That's a gang. That's there's the, the Gators helmet. The Gators mm-hmm. in red, white, and blue. Yeah, because them
11: getting to play on 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 a Saturday and it being nine eleven. That is yeah. that's that's a that's yep. a cool opportunity. I, I
12: think you'll see a lot of those type tributes this weekend, which is good. We should. Well, oh, boy, fly over will be. Oh yeah, be good ones. Won't they? Is, does everybody know what to do with the national anthem?
11: Okay, Rick, just stay out of there. Well. Mm, <laughs>
12: <laughs> Jimmy, well, in college, see,
11: in college, the players play. are not on yeah they field don't they don't kind of that. That, That's you know which I wish the NFL. Well, <laughs> I think it depends on the conference.
9: Some of them do. <laughs> no,
11: that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I know it's in there. The, the SEC ones center. I go to, I never see. Yeah, them right. right they don't <laughs> come out. Bobby, you're at the buffet during that.
12: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There, no, right. I'm the. I love the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rick. That not more. big on the alma mater.
9: Here, here's the here's the cleats. I think Florida is wearing nice. Those are good. That'd be good. That's a. We'll remember something that we've all learned
11: nothing from. Sure, but um, but anyway, it's but it, it needs to be done. Ooh, and um, it'd be a great time to have See. some some important conversation. Are mm-hmm. you going to sing it? But Greg, okay. I'm going to tell you something. I've noticed this over the years, and he knows it. <laughs> There's something deep down. In Bubba, that he wants to sing the national anthem. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. I, th- I think he's practiced, right. practiced at yeah. home. I think there's no, – he thought, I, you know what he said. That ain't bad. I, I, I did.
12: I, it, I did it in first grade. That was <laughs> nice. <enough. laughs> <laughs> <a> little, <laughs> little Bill wants to get up and sing. No, I think no, deep no, down, he day, didn't th- either. I think, <laughs> he
11: didn't want to. I remember one day I almost <laughs> had him talked into singing it live as we come out of the top of the hour. No, I'm
12: not. I know I ain't doing it. I want you to
11: picture Little Bill singing it. Oh, I can see it. I can see. Uh, remember pe- when I kept getting stuck in plays when I was a
1: kid at school? You yes, know that? and well, I don't know why. Who put your- you in a play? <laughs> and
11: I used to get so mad because I'd have to learn the lines, and I'd yeah. claim I wasn't going to do it, and Mother yeah. get mad oh, with I me. Oh, I used to hate that. Yeah. She'd, well, she'd take the script and throw it at me.
12: Your, oh yeah, because of your modeling background.
11: That's what that's it was. I'll tell you something. When you When you were the defense lawyer for February, month of <laughs> February, all the other were mad because it only had twenty eight days, and I had to defend it, and I would call witnesses like George Washington and Abe Lincoln. Oh, it was good because their birthdays were in it. It was a great play. That was the tough. I had a lot of lines in Right. It? Yeah. Now, it wasn't as good as me when I played Dr. Faith. I forgot about that. I yeah. reckon you were all, you love that. Well, I, I, I was probably, that was a very, very deep role for a little kid. Do you remember the one <laughs> I had? I reckon, I think it was the second grade. It was the Thanksgiving one. And it was just like me and two people up there and we just read lines and i had the last one is it Save me the drumstick you i that? forgot all about <laughs> that to this moment
12: what grade was that grade second oh that was early. still remember the line oh yeah uh, and i you know, he gave me
11: the drumstick, but he was the line that like the the, the all the parents laughed at save me the drumstick right. yeah. yeah look at that little fellow saying save <laughs> me the drumstick and all i thought to myself is, if you only knew him you wouldn't think he was cute <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the meanest people I've ever known for, for that kind of age. <laughs> just, how can somebody just, be just, so mean so quick? Rick, you, you could bring it out. That was it. I know. You had an art.
12: But that. there was,
11: I don't know. It was just, you know, when people use the term he's a pistol, for the, there was no
12: exaggeration with Greg. Yeah. Anyway. You well, know how, yeah. I, I mean, we see him now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's nothing. We I'd ruin family game night in a minute. But
11: I'm talking about you. I want you to picture a Tasmanian devil. I want you to picture <laughs> remember, a Wolverine. Remember family, remember family game night? We tried to play a board <laughs> oh, we, game. You now we could play family game night. I'd you ruin more ass. family memories. I'd take the dice mm-hmm. and throw them across the room. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, think about it as a parent. You know how you're trying to make something good happen. <laughs> yeah, now, good. now picture how many things you ruined for mom and dad they thought was going to be special. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot including my own birthday party <laughs> oh
1: yeah
11: oh my oh, no. goodness that
1: woman put nuts in the cake
11: <laughs> what a horrible moment that was out there then you'd get a cap gun that wouldn't work you'd yeah. slam it against the wall in a million pieces <laughs> and then man because it's broke get your rear end tore up come back in strip leg <laughs> eat, eat your cake with a pout
9: <laughs> top of the hour
1: <laughs> rick and bubba rick and bubba
5: Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American Heroes, Rick
1: and Bubba. Woo!
11: Six minutes past the hour. Oh. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. A brand new hour. To reach us, 866 WeBeBig. The website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, in Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here for a brand new hour. And welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, number 12 on his jersey, but number one in your heart,
12: Bill Bubba Busser. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged. Thank you for all we asked is for five hours each and every day, Rick, right. and we appreciate you spending it with us. Sure, you got that throw around. Damn.
11: So uh, I, we got an exciting opportunity for you, the audience, beginning today in theaters today. Uh, there is a must-see movie that you need to go to. It's called Show Me the Father. Uh, and it's it's a documentary film, and uh, that this is something when it first was presented, I started hearing about it. I thought it was going to be you know, one style and then got to looking at the trailer and got to look at the movie a little bit, and it is a, a documentary-style film. From the Kendrick Brothers and Alex and Stephen Kendrick uh, now join us uh, via Skype here in the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Kendrick Brothers, how are you today? Good, good, good to be with you.
12: Yeah, guys, thank y'all about talking to you guys. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you guys on. I mean, we feel like we know you already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, Here we go again. We think we know. Well, it.
11: look, when I saw Coach and uh, I thought to myself, I hope he doesn't make his bear crawl the whole field. today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down. If you've seen the death crawl, you know Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Alex knows how to do that. Uh, so let, let's talk about this because I, I don't know how fam- – I know you guys are familiar with the show. We've promoted a lot of projects you guys were involved with. In the past, I mean, we've we've really, I think, helped promote them all. Uh, been but, in a few of them, and been in, and, and <laughs> been been in some of them. Uh, so, show me the father. Uh, we we actually st- on, of course, think of the timing of this. March 1, 2020, we launched something called themanchurch.com. dot You know, y'all might remember that's when the pandemic hit. Uh, <laughs> but but the whole focus of this ministry and its continuing is if you if you can if you can reach and disciple the man of the house.
5: Yes.
11: yes. Daddy and husband, if, if he can be reached and he can be discipled from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity, you change everything. And, yes, and, that's right. And, and we've, we've known this for years. I mean, like I always say, I, I can't recall a, a church that I ever attended that on Father's Day, here comes the Barner research of the impact of the, of the husband, the impact of the father. Men and women are equal, but they're distinctly different. Yes, uh, with equal, right. equal roles, but different roles. And you always hear about the influence of the Father, the influence of the Father. And so we started kind of thinking, well, why aren't we making that ministry the number one ministry of the church? It seems that if we would focus on reaching Him and discipling Him based on all the stuff y'all tell us every Father's Day, it ought to be the most game-changing force in the home, the church, and society. Thus, now the documentary, Show Me the Father, This is exactly what you guys are talking about.
14: Yeah. So, you know, show me the father. That's exactly right. Uh, It tells five true stories. All of them will grab your heart. Two of them with twists that have made the audiences gasp in our test screenings. Mm. Uh, All true. You know, we didn't write them. We just cover them and, and present them, but they are so powerful and they reflect just that, how crucial the father role is in our lives. And secondly, that ties into how crucial God the Father yeah. is in our lives. So, yeah, these are five stories you cannot miss.
11: So what made you go with the documentary format versus we're going to have actors, we're going to have a script, and we're going to do a movie?
5: Sure. Well, you can communicate a whole lot of truth in very little time with a documentary. And so we wanted it to feel very cinematic. So it is shot and edited, and it feels like a feature film when you're watching it. Yeah. The emotional roller coaster you go on is just as intense as a real feature film. Uh, but the stories are some of the best fatherhood stories we've ever heard. Yeah. But this isn't just for men, everybody has a fatherhood story. Yeah. Every woman, every little girl uh, has a connection in her heart to her dad, whether she hates him or whether she loves him. Uh, God has wired us to want that relationship because it says in Ephesians that he created fatherhood on earth to really introduce us to the fatherhood of God. Hmm. And that's where we go in this, because everybody needs to let God redeem their fatherhood story. If they never heard their dad tell them he loved them, if he never blessed them, if he never really met that need in their life, scripture says God is a father to the fatherless. And Jesus connected the word perfect to the fatherhood of God consistently. And when people learn to let God be their father, it brings a whole lot of healing. It brings identity. They start to feel loved and it really sets them up for success in the future.
11: I I will tell you the two things you just hit on that are the takeaway from this movie. And that is number one, and, and we've all been there talking to people, somebody and I, I can I can I can think of them in my, in my minds right now. People that I know personally, their struggle with coming to faith was that their father was such a wicked person. Yep, it messed up their view of God because they found out he was called the father, and they right. were like, "I don't want any part mm-hmm. of fathers because my experience with fathers has been tragic." But this movie reminds you that yeah. if you're in that situation. Even if it's unresolved that he never right. he never came around, you have a perfect father, know that. You are not fatherless. You do not you you might have had a bad earthly father, but you do not ultimately have a bad father. And then the second takeaway was reminding all of us again who are fathers, that we right. are telling our wives and telling our children this is what God looks like. Mm-hmm. Even though we're <laughs> yeah. flawed, even though we're flawed that yes. we, we are, we are, our job is to, to reflect and push them to the perfect father.
14: Mm-hmm. It's, that's exactly right. You know, it's interesting. Our first concept of God growing up is like whatever our dad is like. So if our dad was loving, patient with us, we imagine God to be that way. If our dad was distant or abusive, then we imagine God to be distant and mean, mean toward us. And so we have to separate the fact that God has perfect attributes. He is not like your earthly father. And, um, and so that, that's one of the things we addressed and show me the father. And again, these five stories, you're going to relate to one or more of them. And we promise you will be inspired and ministered to,
12: you know, that's why I believe in praying early in the morning, because my dad went to work early. So I thought God got up early too. So, you know, <laughs> he, he worked in a pop shop. Yeah. I had to get up real early. Yeah. And I'm thankful my earthly father did give me one attribute
11: that I was supposed to learn. And that was fear of the father. <laughs> yes. then, yeah. I had that one respect. too. Respect. Yeah. yeah respect, that's right. Yeah.
5: So the, the fear, fear of God does a lot of good for our lives. It's, yes. it's where,
11: it's where yeah. all wisdom begins. So <laughs> right. scripture is pretty clear about that. Solomon says, hey, let me save you a lot of trouble. Fear God and do what he says. <laughs>
12: I've, I've, right. told the story, I've told the story here on the air many times, but I actually got my first gun. It was a 22 lever action when I was eight. And my dad put it in the corner of the closet and said, don't touch it unless I'm with you. We didn't need a gun safe, didn't need a gun you know? lock, because I didn't touch it because I know I'd get towed up. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want any of that. But you know what else is in that? But talking about
11: this reflecting God, you also knew, certainly you had a fear of his authority, which we're supposed to, but you also knew that he was doing that likely for your own good. Absolutely. He wasn't doing Absolutely. that to be a killjoy. Yeah. He, he, it was. It was for your own
14: good. That's exactly right. You know, here and here's what I would tell all all parents out there. When your child knows that you love them, they will listen to you. Their their heart is open to you. It's when they question whether you love them that their heart closes, then they don't listen to you. So if your kid is not listening to you, you need to go after their heart first.
11: Yeah, well, tell me about the five stories. If y'all can give away as much of this as you wanted to. How did you pick these?
5: Well, we interviewed dozens of uh, fatherhood ministry leaders. And out from those interviews, we found some really epic stories that they were connected to. Uh, one of them is from an NFL coach, Sherman Smith. Uh, his story became the number one most responded to story on ESPN when their E60 series. Mm. We tell it, but we go a lot deeper and we talk about God's involvement behind the scenes in that story because he's a strong man of faith. We actually share... Uh, Jim Daly's story. He's the president of Focus on the Family. He grew up fatherless, and people are going to be able to relate. If they had a dad that abused them, was an alcoholic or distant, they're going to be able to relate. It's gripping as he walks through what it was like to grow up without a dad. But then he talks about how not only did he come to Christ, but God became his father and brought healing, Mm -hmm. and how that has changed his thinking about himself and about life. Uh, we tell an adoption story that's connected to my family, where a miracle took place in our yeah. adoption good. of our daughter. It's very good. And, uh, and then we talk about a father's blessing, because a lot of men don't even know what that looks like. They've never received a blessing from their father. God always would bless things that he would create on the front end to basically put wind in the sails of anything that he would make. Jesus was blessed at the beginning of his ministry from his father when he heard the voice, you are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Then the Holy Spirit, you know, invests in him, empowers him at the beginning of his ministry. And so scripture commands dads to bless their children, to speak life and love, identity, encouragement into their lives, to pray over them, to launch them into the future. But many dads have never experienced that. And they don't even know what that looks like. And we show you what that looks like and how to do it in this movie.
11: Yeah, fantastic. I know Eddie George is in it, uh, that uh, his story is incredible a uh, famous uh, NFL player, and, of course, Tony Evans. Uh, we, we get some stuff from Tony about the blessing, which is incredible, too. So it's in theaters this weekend. Show Me the Father. We have the link at rickandbubba.com. Go there, com. Enter uh, your zip code, and you can see everywhere that it's playing near you. So get to the theater this weekend and watch the documentary, Show Me the Father. Guys, thanks for taking time to be with us and today. Good luck to you. Yeah, Thank I you, guys. Thank bless you guys so much. Now more than ever, uh, we, we we need this uh, to be taught. Uh, yeah. And, uh, boy, it could, it could affect a lot of things. The Kendrick Brothers' Show Me the Father, the documentary, in theaters this weekend. Find out where it's playing near you by going to rickandbubba.com, click show notes, or go directly to showmethefathermovie.com. We'll be right back.
1: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh,
6: oh, oh. Hey, this is Justin Simberlake. You listen to Rick and Bubba,
0: the two sexiest
11: Batman alive. 23 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And boy, if you're joining us now, we've covered a lot today. I mean, a lot. We've been through the whole COVID vaccine mandates, uh, sorry, requirements. Um, we've covered uh, a look back at 9-11 20 years ago tomorrow. Uh, and now we're uh, talking uh, a little bit of sports. A little bit of sports. Last night, the NFL kicked off. The GOAT got it started defending champions
12: I, Tampa Tampa Bay. Get, I didn't get on the game, Rick, until the second series, and the GOAT carried them right down the field, 94 yards. 94 I mean, yards. Just perfection.
11: Yeah, I, I did not see any it of it. ended up it. being a good game. Yeah, I what didn't I see it, but it sounds like it was uh, – because a lot of times early games can be sloppy, and mm-hmm. and you know last year they didn't get
12: preseason games, so mm-hmm. it all came out a little sloppy. Well, I knew Dallas was going to lose because I had to uh, – Tampa Bay made them wear those blue jerseys, and they never win in the blue ones. Yeah, they look
11: good, though.
8: Yeah, they did.
12: Did uh, – did, was Fauci They're there? They're more superstitious than LSU about those home jerseys. Was Fauci there to be sure about was vaccinated? Fauci was
11: problematic. It was problematic. Crowd, that that game and crowd was problematic. <laughs> so was it a good crowd?
8: Uh, yeah, oh, it, yeah. Was. yeah it, it was. It like was standing room only. Yeah, it was a very good crowd. Uh, well, it sounds like both teams looked good. If you're yeah,
11: a they fan, did. Did. it if was a good game. If you're a fan of either team, mm-hmm. seems like it, it worked out. And it, and out. it came
12: yeah. right down to a field goal uh, to win it as time ran out with 2 seconds 31
8: so. 29 uh Brady 379 yards four touchdowns two interceptions <laughs> Prescott 403 yards three touchdowns and one interception they and that's the key with with Tampa Bay you got to score with them and uh came down to the end like Bub said so
12: if you're if you're <clears throat> in the high level management of the Patriots and I think their future looks very bright with Matt Jones but do you go <laughs> Well, oh, man, let Tom get away. Caesar
11: well,
8: too early.
12: Well, of
11: course you do. Mm. Of course yeah. you
12: do. <laughs> He's still playing at a
11: very, very high level. Yeah, he yeah. is. It's amazing. You're talking about it's both
8: amazing. rush defenses? You know, the front seven for Tampa, they had yeah, them all coming good. back. And Tampa, I mean, and the the uh, Cowboys are pretty good. You ready for this? Ezekiel Elliott, 33 yards. Fournette for the Bucs, 32 yards. It was all in the air for both teams. Yeah.
12: Boy, Brady is just the king of that three-step drop. One, two, three. He gets rid of the ball. Yeah, Yeah, he does.
8: And I know that because J.C. started Fournette as one of his running backs, and he was not happy.
12: Well, I guess not. No. No.
11: Tampa Bay got the entire team back, didn't
8: he? Yeah, all 11 starters,
12: offense and defense. It's only like they had a stat before the game. It's only like the sixth time maybe in NFL history that's happened. And only one team has repeated, but all of them went to the playoffs, and most of them went to the AFC or NFC championship. What about Antonio Brown? Is he on the? Oh, team he, he played really well. Yeah, lights out. He
8: they couldn't cover him last night. If he, was he was just get him balls. to the game, it's okay. Yeah. It's between games is where he's tense. Well, what i mean. yeah. but didn't he get in a fight or something? He did. He had he did. Um, they must have overlooked. It. He yeah. had five receptions, 121 yards, one touchdown. Oh, okay, so he he's settling in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made a couple of good catches. Too.
11: He he made it. He made a big play in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah,
8: he did. Yeah, yeah. AB. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
11: So
12: so if they can keep I mean, him we ain't
8: getting no more cryotherapy. And and uh well, well, that's yeah, when he his feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cross bit 'em. They, when they <laughs> get
12: look, I've been in cryotherapy. They give you big thick socks. They so do that, yeah. for a reason. Yep. Yep. It's yep.
8: kind of funny because I know you don't won't finish hard knocks and I get it. I understand. You had, a busy, <laughs> you, had, you, had a busy, you had a busy day. I get it. Okay. I did. Exactly. Um but you know, it leads you right up to this game where they left it. I know and and so and
11: – my plan last <clears> night was to watch the Hard Knocks last episode, not watch the game. Uh huh. And, and, but I didn't get to do either one. It was, um, mm. you know how you, you start thinking to yourself, you think you know how the, the that part of the day is going to go. Mm-hmm. And I thought Sherry had a project and it turned out that she delayed the project to okay. today. So, <laughs> so we got called in, uh, you know, and that's it. You know, we, we're going to spend some time together and, that's you know, great. We got, got, and then just, uh, yeah, you know, I never found right. my way to, uh, to understand. that, that program. I understand never found my way there.
8: Hmm. Was asleep early.
12: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I hit it pretty hard last night. I was fighting to try to stay awake and watch that game. I, mean,
8: I fell asleep fun. 28, 26, I think.
12: I watched about, it
11: was 14 7. It's between eight and eight thirty, and I said I gotta go to bed. Mm. Yeah, it, it just you know it's not worth the, the sleep thing. Yeah, these games go on so 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 long. <laughs> Boy, so we don't they? Boy, they had a lot of festivities before it yeah. too. Yeah. My goodness, that, yeah. Some reason well, we Greg... thought Ed Sheeran's
12: latest single we need to let him sing it. I don't know what that's got to do with football. I know. Right. So, I didn't. I didn't see that part, but I saw him in the uh, in the suite with the commissioner. Yeah, and uh, yeah. milling around there. for
11: some reason. Well, Greg, there was,
12: there, we, we've got a lot of things right now that
11: we. Eat up a lot of time with don't have that don't have anything to do with football. No, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's just one of many. Yeah, you know the uh, but it was um, how do you feel about the season kicking off on a Thursday night? Yeah, okay with that? No, yeah, I, I yeah. don't. I it's don't like to Thursday. have an early kickoff game. So. I don't like Thursday night NFL. But they treated this different. They put it on the main network. Mm-hmm. Made a big deal about it. That helped. Yeah, now, that regular Thursday night game that they just throw out there, I don't like it. Well, now I don't even know how you see it now. Is it even on the NFL channel either? sometimes? and they put it off on some app or something now i mean yeah. is it some I, I streamer got one up, some of some
8: uh, uh, amazon prime mm-hmm. um, they
11: do some Does yeah, does nfl channel even have the thursday night game this year or is it gone off to some app? Somewhere? well i i didn't think so didn't it
12: change didn't uh, it change that's what i thought shirt? i thought yeah. it did
8: change. I, I thought we did a story on it i think sometimes they marry each other actually it's on there and other places some, and then I mean, the amazon prime wrote didn't, a didn't they do check? an all female broadcast
11: at one point oh, too some one of the streamers wrote a big check to have some nfl games mm-hmm. i don't remember it was
12: prime was it prime yeah
8: yeah amazon yeah um, no, nope, they, cool. got, they got, so all you got money that you
12: need man. So
8: uh, also this weekend you got the Dolphins and the Patriots, Tua and Mac oh, go together. Right. Uh, Browns and Chiefs. I'm just seeing if it interests any of you. No. Yeah. So so far no. Yeah, I don't know really. both of those I'll look at. Okay. I probably want to watch your head. Vikings play the Bengals. Ah. Ah.
12: Are you getting no enthusiasm for? Ah, that's what we get. Ah. Uh-huh. If they win a few games and I get excited, they'll just—they'll just tank. Just Kurt Cousins, baby, he's got him. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. Rick
1: and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
14: Warning: This program may be found offensive by pencil pushing, bean counting, research loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and
1: Bubba Experience.
11: 35 minutes past the hour. you don't really know me. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Uh, Go there right now to GoodRx.com slash Bubba and get savings on your prescriptions up to 80%. Up to 80%. Uh, and it's at no cost to you. So go to GoodRx.com Bubba, and they will help you find the lowest price on the prescriptions that you need uh, at pharmacies everywhere. Over 70,000 pharmacies they'll check. In your neighborhood, they'll look at the ones that are there. Uh, and, of course, this includes uh, CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Kroger. So GoodRx.com Bubba. The audience is responding to this. Uh, and, man, the savings are really coming in. Up to 80% on prescriptions that you need. I mean, you're, the stuff that you need that has been prescribed to you for your help should be affordable, and this gives you uh, some buying power. GoodRx.com slash Bubba, or find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So we mentioned uh, the NFL. College football this weekend, hmm, it A little bit of some – I mean, there's a few things out there, a little bit uh, – some duds, uh, but Oregon, Ohio State, Twelve against three at eleven o'clock central time. Twelve o'clock noon. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice. Though you've anything green? Uh, yeah, that's all right. You got to take a look at it. Well, that, it's not a not other game? I we want can... to get a look at Georgia and UAB. Uh, yeah, that is a, uh, that we is got worth that one, Buddy, at. we're going early. Three thirty. What am I doing at two thirty central?
12: <laughs> Rick,
11: who did you mention for the from the West Coast?
3: Uh, uh,
11: Oregon, uh, Oregon, Ohio State at, right. at twelve I not really I don't like watching Oregon that much. They're
12: playing at Ohio State, so it'll be noon there. So. Um, Texas, Arkansas, horseshoe. I think will be interesting. Eh, NC State, Mississippi State. Yeah, I'll watch that. Now that that could be that that I'm 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 really just, I'll watch
11: that. I don't cut the brakes. I don't feel good about stating that game. Which, is it which, in Which Starkville? state? Uh, which state?
12: And, and <laughs> the, remember, Tulane. I have a cowbell for?
11: Is it in Starkville yeah. or is it it's in it's Starkville?
10: It's I didn't know.
12: Come on, Tulane will be playing in Birmingham. Their home. Yeah, that's right. Tickets are mm-hmm. free. Well, I, bet are they, really? I bet. they Bet they're it out. Well, they, they've got a good good quarterback. They're gonna, Yeah, they're I mean, gonna they're not David bad, I'm just saying, here. but, I mean, uh, I think I'm going to have fun with Sherry. from home.
11: I
8: think I'm going to have fun
11: with Sherry and tell her I got us some free tickets to go see two late I don't like hearing that on the anniversary
12: of 9-11. What was
8: that? I thought that was you moving the mic. I was like, "Why is it rubbing what? on your beard?
12: I'm looking for somebody moving something. Yes. I don't
8: see it. Listen. What is it? <laughs> oh, no. Is it right. upstairs? Right here on the anniversary Is it upstairs? No. Hey. Um, stop. I'm just, oh, don't even mention Do you not hear
11: that? It's like a monster. I mean, a lot sound? of things happen here. I don't think you can hear on the radio, but I actually think you can hear them. Yeah. I think yeah, you can that. Yeah, that's kind
8: of
11: loud. What are you thinking, dad? Um, can you hear it? Yeah. He says, not, yeah. You can't now quit, but mm. um, <laughs> that's, you know why? Because now it's hiding.
8: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, it knows it. we're on to it. College game day um, at Iowa and Iowa State. Boo. Nine and 10. Boo, Wayne.
11: boo, boo. Oh, come on. I'd man. rather have an NC State and Mississippi State. And okay, Nick, uh, I would. Uh, would you, Ooh, I the, nobody cares about Iowa State and Iowa. Greg, they do in that state.
12: Well, that's about it. Iowa would, I would look good week one. <laughs> uh, they do that every year. And the Jacksonville State Gamecocks will go to Florida State. Uh, uh, you know, they usually they play, play Florida State pretty good. They did last uh, year. Yeah, I mean, they'll carry them late in I the I think they played them the fall uh, before they did their spring league. I, I, got, a, uh, I, I got an email It was kind of funny. It said, hmm. will the JSU band be coming to the Doke Saturday night or not? I'm an old fan. But this may be my deciding factor if I go or not. And uh, so I text over uh, to Greg, and he said that they are. They're actually— well, He's just
8: right here. You don't have to text uh, no, no, I'm here.
12: Greg Sykes. Oh, he okay. said, uh, the AD, he said they'll be performing with the Florida State Band at halftime for a special 9-11 tribute. So that'll be good. A what? Tribute? tribute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to be performing with the Florida State band at halftime, doing a 911 11 special. Now, who's going to be playing the tribute?
10: tribute?
12: <laughs> well, if I could play it? They're have a flute doing a tribute. You can say tribute,
11: can't you? <laughs> no, I don't think really? Can <laughs> I Really? <don't think laughs> try it. I can't. <laughs> Rick, words. Rick, Sears, anyway, a tribute. <laughs> it probably be moving the tribute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't
12: need this phone, I'd I, really I may get to squalling, you know, how
11: about tributes. Greg,
12: I, I text over to Greg, Greg's
11: side, so I'm on the inside. I've always got an insider everywhere. <laughs> And uh, Jacksonville's yep. yep.
12: uh, 9/11 tribute. You know what I do? I try. I, to, I try to answer the questions here, Rick. That's what Uh-oh. Uh, are okay, I do. Uh oh. Bad you My God. Are you good. Uh, nope.
11: Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of tributes, this is uh, where we must let the fan bases know uh, of who has Beth Mowens this weekend. I'm sorry, Beth Mowens and Kirk Morrison, who has to be the most miserable human being <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Second year right? uh, He must be low, man. Yeah, he's like, well, if I just stay here one day, they'll, they'll let, move me. They'll move me. they move the other guy. Uh, uh, UNLV and Arizona State... We'll get uh, Beth Mullins. Mm-hmm. I can't take UNLV serious as football. It's always basketball. I will be there calling the running Rebels. <laughs> as a matter of fact, the game uh, is 9 tribute to halftime. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: it's a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tribute. He's taking me, We're taking No, it'll work. He love that. He knew that was a good one. I couldn't let that go. He's all right coming a
1: mile
10: away.
11: <laughs> and we'll be having a tribute. So it be the running <laughs> Rebels. Uh, the running rebels against the Sun Devils. Oh. Oh, a Sun Devil.
12: Now, Speedy, didn't you say Air Force and who was playing? It's a military Navy. game. Navy.
11: Air Force, Navy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Right be... there on 9-11. Yes. Where are they playing at, do uh, you know? Can't stop talking to that boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it should say uh, on your, your list, everybody. We'll I think have. they're also playing in Birmingham. Greg, stop it. Just... Arizona State, Sun Devils number 23. I thought the Sun Devils got in trouble. 23. <laughs> They're not getting in trouble. Greg, Sun Devils are 20. <laughs> Can't take them seriously either. Never. It's on, it's on like CBS, but I don't know where it's
12: at.
11: Uh, Mama's going to be calling the game for you, Greg. It'll, it'll be past your bedtime. I'll be sitting there calling it play-by-play football action and the Sun Devil Stadium, 930 Central. Greg, 930 for you. Greg, I, I just, Greg, just, 9, 930. <laughs> nine, 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 930.
10: That's late,
11: late Greg. <laughs> yeah, you might want to watch it's the Sun bad. Devils pick up some yards. Yay. I wonder if the rebels can run and gun like they do in basketball. String music from the rebels. <laughs> me and Kirk I hadn't Morrison. heard a lot
12: of them uh, out of them in Kirk, basketball. Kirk, Kirk a while. Kirk, Na-
8: Morrison, Annapolis, Maryland, Bubba. Okay, send Navy it, home game. Yeah, send
11: it down to Holo. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
8: Excuse me.
11: That's a nickname I have for Holly Row. Holly there, we call a Inside the girls, <laughs> you seen us <this> dancing
10: <laughs>
11: on the, on social media? Beth Moins, authoritative, talking about football, tackler, yards. Mm. Came out.
8: Uh, Do you think they gave her a game that that probably has the least amount of interest in the nation?
11: Some people love to see the Sun Devils play. And they Uh, love the play by play action. That you think they're saying less damage? This is the least amount of damage we could do. I
12: used to like their Mm -hmm. uniforms back when Danny White played for them and all they had the the, kind of the off color yellow helmet with the little Ah, Sun Devil on the Mm -hmm. side. The bright Uni. Kind of the brown looking jersey. It was, it was a, bright, a unique. It was a dark red, I guess, but yeah. it was a it was a unique looking uh, uniform.
11: Kind of a bright uni.
12: Mm-hmm.
11: Look at old mama's color TV.
12: Mm-hmm.
11: Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go to Brandon West Point. Brandon, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you?
15: How we're doing, gentlemen? Good. Uh, my son's varsity high school football team, the West Point Warriors, are taking on Boaz. We're playing the game at Jacksonville State University tonight due to Boaz's field is not ready. My question is, do you guys have any advice for a small-town football team to be set upon such a big stage as Jacksonville State University?
11: Hmm. Well, you know, if you get down on the field, it's all the same. (laughs) It doesn't matter (laughs) if it's in Boaz or if it's in Jacksonville, 50 yards. (laughs) Uh, you know the just, turf will be a little different. Fifty yards the, wide, hundred yards <laughs> long.
12: Yeah. Same same size. Yeah. Playing okay. on
8: turf's a little bit different. Yeah. 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 Big game cock at midfield.
11: Yeah, watch out for that big gamecock. <laughs> you guys are coming there and getting cocky. That's right. right. So so Boaz's field's not ready, so they're playing oh. at JSU. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. huh. yeah. You okay, buddy? I, I tell hey, you one hey. thing. All kidding aside, the
12: the difficulty. Our high school used to play there back in the day. Mm. Golden Eagles. That was our home field. Nice so Golden Eagles. There. Bill Bubba Bill them. <laughs> That's the field that Rick snapped the ball over Robbie's head. <laughs> <It is. laughs>
11: all right, here comes Burgess I snapping. There just playing Burgess snapping that. at the bushwa. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Somebody get a timeout.
8: The sad uh, part is you told him you were going to do it. Yeah, I did. Well, we were up like by forty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't Rick, don't you dare do that.
12: Oh, he that's what he. Was, oh, I, I, we were running. <laughs> out Rick, of, I mean, it went. It didn't kind of go over his head. I, I think it was twenty foot over his <laughs> so head. So we'll
11: talk about little. I, back, I
12: think you almost threw through the goalpost. <laughs> little
11: background here. So Bubba's cousin <laughs> mm-hmm. played football with Greg and me, and we went all the way through. He and I in same grade. We were sophomores coming up. With we, we we literally he and I both played on every single football team together at the school. So all the way through. So we're in in the game, but remember, there is no second team special teams. Okay, the same people go out to snap and punt if the score is seven six or it's forty to nothing. (laughs) So if you have, we we both played on defense. We had been taken out of the game on defense, but we still had to go out every time that. Hard to find. Unfortunately, a backup. unfortunately, Jacksonville punted a lot.
5: Yeah, I mean, about, no, I can't
11: believe y'all had to punt. But we had to punt because you know we're now down to we got we got some guys out there trying. You know, and not a lot of depth in high school those right. days. So we're we, Robbie,
12: outside linebacker and punter. Yeah, me, defensive tackle and long snapper. So we're so
11: we're running on the field. It's forty to something. I don't know what it was, and it's late in the right. game. And I look at him and I say, "Get ready to run." And he goes no, and I can still see his mouth be he's like no. And he's grabbing his mouth, and I said, I said I'm about to launch this, and, and, and I snapped it twenty feet over his head. And I can hear I think him it was still rising <laughs> when it went over. His I head. can hear him laughing as he's running after it. <laughs> <laughs> he's chasing after it. Of course, did not go over. How was that on sideline? Bad, <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Did you play it all? I said, must have got away from him. <laughs> <laughs> What did
12: I heard? Did what? Coach see it? Or did he just? Did, would you able to tell him it wasn't that bad? <laughs> Maybe even that Robbie dropped well, it. Well, the film was, was but very Yeah, but that's Sunday, <laughs> right? did Sunday? He Sunday. Oh, that night I did play it off. That it
11: wasn't that bad. Yeah. But then Sunday, you know, we've heard Sunday's coming.
1: <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs>
11: Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Hey, man, one of us move both of us, man. Uh, to the phones we go, 30 seconds a pop. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time at the end of 30. Buzzer me. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, Damon Johnson, our guest. Yep. Oh,
12: if you love music, Rick. Yep. Go you, get it. He's He has performed go some of the biggest it, names baby. out there. Hmm. To the
11: yeah. phones we go. Uh, D's in North Alabama. What, what's up, buddy? Go ahead. <laughs> North Alabama, something about Greg. Hello? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead,
4: Dave. Hey. Hi, tuber member here in class of 94. We Thank need you. to see a football weekend, weekend kickoff with Greg on those drums, and we'd love to see Speedy doing a tuber dance. oh <laughs> Wait was. a minute.
11: How well, well, I mean,
10: about I mean, that? That's
11: going to be well, tough. I mean, it's. Uh, okay, okay. You, know, I mean, well, we to you <laughs> want to try that? <laughs> yeah. Can are you play, you play <laughs> drums to the country Tuber songs, But <laughs> well, well, she wants you to do know. Go. Can you yeah. do the tuba dance to Go? Yeah, oh, he can. Uh-uh. Yeah, he can. He can. Greg, you got to do Go for another football weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's, right, yeah, are you ready?
10: Are you ready? Yeah, y'all go ahead. Go! 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 There it is. We got them both in there.
11: <laughs> y'all did it, guys. It, it was uncomfortable, but it looked good. I couldn't concentrate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yes, the face does come with. Yes, it does. <laughs> of course, it does, Greg. Uh, Let's go to Jennifer in Kentucky. Jennifer, 30 seconds, go.
4: Yes, I just wanted to uh, touch base on the COVID topic you all were talking about this morning. Mm -hmm. My mother is currently um, battling stage 4 lung cancer and is in the nursing home. And last Thursday was diagnosed with COVID. But thanks to our modern medicine and the things that the doctors and basement Joe should be listening to, (laughs) she had the antibodies infusion and is doing great. Yeah. And I just wanted to give that shout out for the medicines that are
11: available. Yeah, we, we have well, some that? we have some great treatments, and just like all things, it may not work for everybody, but it works for lots, and and for some. So I mean, let, let, why do we why are we just acting like the treatments aren't there and they don't do anything? Because they do, uh, and we've heard example after example right. after example after right. example. After right. example. Uh, let's go to uh, Trey in Colorado. Trey, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds, go,
7: Trey. Morning, guys. I wanted to let you guys know the real reason they're trying to fight this All Eyes of Texas song is because in the Civil War Robert E. Lee had said to an infantry of Texas troops, uh during before a battle, the eyes of Texas are upon you and so they have this tie to Robert E. Lee and so he said that, so it must be racist. Little stretch there. In case the the Louisiana uh, the L S U Tigers were named after infantry of Confederate soldiers, so we have to change their name
11: too. Yeah, you get Pandora's yeah. box, about, well we'll just take Pandora's box. Today. What about what the is, eyes of Texas are watching the ball game? Yeah, uh, so, you know, it's, it's uh, not the same thing. What yeah, about concentrate on on, on watching on the all team. the? Why don't you concentrate all of us on the opportunities that are in front of us today? Yeah, uh, the, and, and
12: there's no need to refight that. And listen, know, I, let's 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 we lost a lot of it. people over there. Let's no need to fight it again.
11: Let's go to Big Sky Country, where Big Mike is standing by. Mike, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show.
12: Thank you. Um, yeah,
7: it's uh, my wife and I are having a 40th anniversary. So big 40. Uh, where are you big taking? 4-0. Where
11: are you taking her out in Big Sky Country to eat?
7: Uh, well, no, we're about to go fly fishing and yeah. uh, catch some trout, yeah. and then we're going to go to Yellowstone over oh, yeah. the next several days, and well, then that's uh, great. Yeah. It's a big time. I love uh, yeah,
11: it. Yeah. Sure. Hey, be sure and wear your mask. <laughs> yeah. Be sure and wear your mask when you fly fish. Yes, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know how, how dangerous Montana
12: can be. Yeah. Yes.
14: What two, happy,
11: happy anniversary, baby. baby?
14: I got you on
11: my mind.
12: Great, I still had the I still say. had the rhythm to go in my head. And I couldn't. <laughs> so I couldn't find it there for a minute.
8: Happy Anna, go.
12: Uh, let's but go. I was playing go during the break. He was. Really? Yeah. Let's go to Don in Huntsville,
11: 100.3, the river. Don, go ahead.
5: Good
15: morning, Rick and Bubba. This is your president, Donald Trump. Hey, Trump. Huntsville. Oh. Hashtag Space Force. I uh, just want to let you know, and the guys down in Boaz, that are going to be facing the big stage in Jacksonville. I, too, know what it's like to be put on a big stage. But, hey, listen, I face challenges. Uh, one time I was knocked down in a woodpile by the llama. And, uh, you know, I just grabbed my gun and uh, I shot him. I shot that llama. Because uh, you're not going to come on my turf and knock me down in a
11: woodpile. That's not bad. I,
10: didn't, I, didn't I even tried know,
11: to stomp him. I didn't, I didn't know what to say about him. I, I like when he told the people at Boaz not to be nervous about <laughs> that. <them. laughs> even
10: though what Boaz is Boaz.
11: I will tell those schools, though, when you go into a big stadium, if a lot of people don't come, the yeah. atmosphere is weird. It is. Uh, let's go to Wendy and Mobile. Right, yeah, Wendy, go ahead. 30 seconds.
4: <laughs> Hello. Hey. How you doing? Good, Wendy. Uh, I was watching the
13: CBS uh, Sunday morning show, and they interviewed a man that runs a 911 museum, I think, in New York. But mm-hmm. he said the school kids that come in, the first thing he said is, what does 911 911 mean to you? And they don't have a clue. They don't know the history
4: of it,
11: and we've got to share it and keep it alive. Yeah, well, maybe things like this weekend will help. Good opportunities for a lot of parents to discuss it. Matt in West Virginia. Matt, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds, go.
7: Hey, guys. uh, I heard that EA Sports is bringing back college football because the name, image, and likeness. only catch is Beth Mowens will be the announcer on the game. Oh, oh, no, no, oh, no. No, You know what? I ain't
11: playing that uh-uh. game. Uh-uh.
12: you out. uh uh-uh. uh-uh.
11: no. We're back with the NIL Sports College Football. Beth Moans carrying you through the games. <laughs> but you can play with the sound. off. <laughs> uh, mm. Let's go to uh, Denise in Gadsden, Z93. Denise, go ahead.
4: Hey there, guys. Love listening to y'all. Uh, thanks for all you do. You. But I got a question about the antibodies. Um, okay. Is the antibodies infusion
13: man-made? Is it made by the scientists who did the vaccine? Do you
12: know? No, it's uh, they actually took some of the very first people who recovered from COVID and uh, sampled their antibodies, and then they have synthetically made them in the laboratory to copy those. Okay, and, and I had somebody email us yesterday saying that they've donated some of theirs again. Right. right. There's, mm-hmm. there's different forms of it. And, yeah, they, mm-hmm. there's the, the, some of the blood banks are taking donations now.
8: So. But yet it's not good enough for each person. That's weird, isn't it? I can donate you? it, but it's not good Three enough for me to have the antibody. <laughs> that doesn't make any, any sense. <laughs> That's like a cow needs a glass of milk, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick, get him
11: a glass of milk. Have a great weekend. Uh, West Mobile, see you guys Sunday night uh, for Leeds, Alabama. Sherry be headed there. Enjoy Rick and Bubba University this weekend,
10: and we hope you have a great one. But if you got more Rick and Bubba today, stick around. It may be back.
1: Rick and
10: Bubba, Rick and Bubba.